0: I was talking to him, he said that it was also Martin Luther King that said something along the lines of, like, the biggest hindrance to racial justice is not active, prominent racists, it's moderate white people that are unaffected by the systems that are currently taking place. There are things that are going on that they are not affected by, that they're able to post something on Twitter and say, that's really fucked up, this should be changed, and not change anything in their life.
1: The revolution of our times, all the fanboys on the internet, everybody was talking about that. And now it's, now it's gone. Now Hong Kong has zero autonomy. Welcome to the salt of the streets. Coming at you every week with this food for thought. Hope you're ready to eat with everything going on in this nation. We need some
0: information. And that's why salt need to be stationed in your rotation. With real talking, real topics, real people, real problems. Think we need some help to solve them. Leave it up to Colin and to Donovan. Right, Cause that's the Donovan. What, what's that up, oh, Let's get
2: ready. And just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we are back. I <laughs> a little southern there. The Salt of the Streets podcast. This is Saturday, May 30th, 149 p.m., episode 86. And welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Streets podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary and all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports that you can handle. And the best part about the whole deal is all built from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal person. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and continue our endless Efforts to bridge the gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Colin. I am Donovan. And today we're joined by a very special guest, Alex with a K. Um, he's going to be helping us break out this week's topics. And coming up on this week's show. We got kind of a loaded show. We got Joe Biden coming in, finally across the finish That's line. A weird show we We've doing. been talking about it for so long. <laughs> we're going to hit up some Joe Biden info. That he's, he's Might just get that out of the way. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> knock it out, right? And then, obviously, um, President Trump signed a new executive order on Friday, targeting uh, some of the larger tech platforms and specifically the social media companies. Um so we're gonna be looking into that and then of course I don't know if this is if this is one of those situations you can call unless you've been living under a rock, the riots and the protests about um that have can kind of been spawned by almost like the month and a half worth of worth of uh killings from law enforcement against And you private
0: know. individuals in the case of
2: Ahmad Arbery, you know, those yeah. who are just that's true. So we're going to be yeah, we're talking about, you know, the latest and greatest of those cases and then kind of taking a look at it where what's been happening over the last few days as far as riots and protests and all this stuff that's kind of gone around the country. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think we were talking about how we wanted to classify it before we. We're thinking, like, generally, it's a race relations conversation. But that's a very
0: political, you know. That's, like, if I was running for office, I'd be like, my biggest campaign platform is race relations. Like, that's... really want to improve race relations between the whites and the African Americans.
2: I had such a good Joe Biden segue right there, but I don't want to jump into it right away. Mm -hmm. Because we want to talk to Alex a little bit about who he is and where he comes from and what he does. Specifically... (laughs) What he was doing during the COVID shutdown.
0: Yes. So.
2: Essentially. Alex, what do you do
0: for work?
1: Um, uh, I'm a surveyor. Colin's my boss. Uh, <laughs> so. he, is, uh,
2: he is here of his own volition. I promise you yeah, there was yeah. no threats involved. <laughs> he was going to get paid even if he didn't come here.
0: There was no matter yeah, what. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So so how long have you worked for Colin?
1: Uh, Colin little, and Colin's company. A little bit over a year. Now. Yeah, worked. Yeah. Do you like this job? Uh, I love survey. Uh, what did you do before you did this? I was in the army.
0: Oh, worked. Yeah. How long were you in the army for? Three years. Three years. How old are you? I'm
2: thirty. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Worked. It's like hot fire question. Bam, 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 <laughs> bam. Well,
0: it's just inspired me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, this is i don't know maybe aside don't listen to this but like i really like i aspire to like i really want to be just a fucking fire interviewer you know what i'm saying have someone in here and be like let me ask you let me fucking grill you but in a really a way that makes you comfortable you know yeah know what I'm saying? so yeah
1: i think you could do that i don't even mind yeah I, so I do mind
0: uh, well that's good so um okay so you're 30 you're in the army what did you do before you were in the army so that's um, to put you at 26 when you enlisted you at 25?
1: 26, 26. 27. Jeez, days. I couldn't even follow the math on that one. Damn. Yeah. So, so what did you do before that? Um, I sort of bounced around and did this and that, you know? Just kind of
2: stuff? Yeah. Words. Were you always like, – you weren't always in this area, right? Yeah, are you from here?
1: No, I've been all over the place. Oh, okay. Where were you born? I was born in Albuquerque.
0: And did you grow up there or are you just yeah, were born there? Yeah, I
1: grew up there yeah. So until about 13 – and then, um, my parents tried to move to, uh, New York to get a new job and that didn't work out. But then like out of nowhere, they got a job with, um, Dodds. It's like, uh, it's for like military kids overseas for okay. schools mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, they got teacher positions overseas. So I got to live in Japan and South Korea and oh,
0: really? Germany. Oh, okay. So, you know, no words. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Got some culture on this one. That's what's up. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So we've been working for Colin for like a year. Um, Colin's job, always be honest. Because Colin's job always shrugged me as boring as shit. You don't find your job to be boring Maybe as shit? Maybe Colin's
1: particular job.
0: Even when he was no, doing I this, I was I like, that just doesn't sound very fun.
1: I don't think it's boring at all. No? Actually. No. There's always something to be done. And it's like, you work with their hands. And it's also... You know, it's mental, physical, Yeah, it's a whole yeah. bunch of different stuff. Every day, pretty much something new happens. So it's interesting.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's something new ever happen every day. Yeah, it's definitely. One of those, there's no easy, normal day. There's yeah. something always popping somewhere, you know, because you're, you know, when you're building things, you know, there, nothing ever goes perfect, yeah. ever, you know, because there's so many different humans involved. But... I like one of the aspects, I don't know about you, of like being involved in a project and then once it's done and there's houses and people are living in those houses, like that's that's pretty cool feeling, you know. And I think that applies to a lot of people in the construction industry. Have
0: you ever seen – there is this really great meme and I'm sure a lot of people watching are going to know what I'm talking about and (laughs) it's like a – it's people driving like a dad and a son driving. And it says like every trade dad ever. And the dad is pointing out the windshield and he says, I did so-and-so in this house. <laughs> and I'm like, totally. Cause I worked construction for one summer and we build houses on the West side of Bremerton. And when I drive out, I'm like, yo, I hell built those houses. And I- one summer and i'm still oh, yeah. Like, yeah i built that shit like, i did that shit yep. and now i can't imagine if you did one thing for 30 years how many times how annoyed your kids would oh, be. With like, like oh, i did plumbing in this house this house this house this house
2: no. <laughs> I, you know i never really thought about that till you just said it but my dad used to do that shit all the time yeah and I, it got to the point where, like yeah i know <laughs> yeah like, i figure <laughs> i think i think Carolina's is already to that point she's like yes honey we've driven by this We've driven on this road a lot and you've pointed it <laughs> yeah. out every time. <laughs> there
0: is a pride, I think, um, and I've talked to people a lot about this when we talk about like production, like mass production and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, that I think there's something that Americans have in particular. They really enjoy making things. And not just making things, but making things they're gonna see later on. You know, mm-hmm. whether you're making parts in a car or you're doing surveying for a, a huge establishment or just one person's house or one thing. Americans love to see the fruits of their labor, even if they're not the ones they get to enjoy it, you know? And I think that's one thing that's always made us so good at working in factories and shit is not that we don't just hate those jobs, you know, regular everyday people like to do weird things like twist the fucking caps on toothpaste. And they're like, yo, I put out 90 things of toothpaste today. Like I slayed it in the toothpaste game. They like weird stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it happens around the world too, but I think, in America in particular, having only ever been to Canada in America, yeah. I can speak, you know, really educated on other cultures. Um, I'm, that's a joke, Colin, just so you know. I was going to say, cause yeah, I was like, you about white bread as they yeah, come back. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> um, but I think just if from all the people I've ever spoken to that build things and make yeah. things there. That- They all enjoy that They like seeing it later You know Like I said Parts in a car If you work in a Ford factory Just seeing Mm -hmm. a truck later on You're like Bro I put Steering columns In 90,000 trucks In the time that I've worked In this factory I likely did it In this truck right here There's something about it It Makes people happy It turns the engine It makes you want to Tell your kids about it I did the plumbing In that fucking house Right there I did it so good I remember This happened It was such a bitch This happened This happened This happened I had to call in Two other dudes Just to help me hold This fucking pipe Down in here you know what I'm saying? That shit happens all the time. Yeah.
2: Something and, about it. And what's funny about those, those stories is that even though while it's happening, it, you hate your life so mm-hmm. much. It is like you don't want anything to do with it. But enough time. You look back on it, and you're like, yeah, fuck, that was, that was great. It, it fucking <clears throat> sucked. But it was awesome.
0: That's like when you – Steve Renella, you know, when you've talked about the Steve Rinella, the different calibers of fun, you know. Oh, there's yeah. There's yeah, a, a yeah. fun thing that you do that's outwardly fun, like a roller coaster that happens in a few seconds. You're like, that was a great time. And yeah. there's something like a really long hunt or something or building a project that's a real bitch to do. You fucking hate it at the time, but afterwards you're like, God, that was a good time. Oh, and yeah. I love telling people about it. And there's just different calibers of fun. And that's definitely being a tradesman and working at something like that, being in a field like that, working, building yeah. something – that's that high caliber fun that you, you know, you don't enjoy at the time, but later on you're like, yeah, that's, that's that shit. Yeah. Cause I'm sure when you've been out in the rain for six hours, when you've been out in uh, the rain for six hours, it sucks really bad. I mean, you got to do it
2: tomorrow. Yeah. It and rains a lot day. here. <laughs> yeah. And the next day. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's disheartening. It really right. is. But so, I, I wonder if that's so much an American thing or if it's just like a human thing. And some people just due to the roll of dice and where they were born, like, that kind of ingenuity almost, that that kind of life satisfaction stuff that you would yeah. feel by creating something with your hands, especially if it's going to be used in the broader society at which you, you know, live in to enrich other people's lives. I wonder if that's just, you know, if you're not born with that kind of system because the society has risen up enough and it's all kind of been, you know, what's that word, uh, like sanitized to a point where everything is just kind of a machine And then you feel like more of a cog in that machine than anything else. But if you don't know anything else to compare it to, you don't know. But since we're America and we're kind of a little bit more wild, I guess, societally, maybe that's – maybe that we are more American. It makes me wonder if it's just a human thing.
0: And just to clarify, because I'm going to ask Alex to win, but just to clarify, that's why I say I think America in particular, right? I think Mm -hmm. that the rest of the world does see that because I think, right, there is something inherently human about – about producing things, about yeah, making right. something hard work and then seeing the fruits. of your life. But I think that something particular, and I know it's just a, just a theory, you know, like I so I've been to Canada and America, so I don't fucking know, but <laughs> I just think I don't, it's like such a big deal here. You know, people are so focused on like a factory job, like even like just working in a car factory, like, no, I want this job. I want to build these things. They're willing to stand outside a factory and, and petition and pick it, you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time because they want that job. They don't want another job. They want this job. They just want it to be better, mm-hmm. you know? So, I think I – I mean, that's
2: what – historically, that's what America was founded on. That's that what I'm saying. That that's built everything. That's yeah. what I'm
0: saying. That's why I think it does happen around the world because humans like to build stuff and like to make things, right? Something in America, maybe just the foundation of it, makes yeah. – we're willing to – we love that. You know, we love it. Love that yeah. thing that we're doing, seeing it in the end. You know, it's a shame not everybody gets to experience it too. Were so you were younger when you lived in other countries, but is that do you think that that's fair, at least based on your experience? Do you agree with that sentiment? I,
1: th- I think it's honestly just um, a human trait, just a human thing, yeah. Because I mean,
0: I'm gonna um, start asking people that now.
1: When when I lived in, uh, in Seoul, I mean, there's more, it's bigger populous than New York City, yeah, 40 I mean, some million people. Yes, yeah, I can't even imagine that.
2: New York has crazy New York and it's it's wild I can't imagine more I can't imagine that would be like a whole different I don't know a whole different world
1: you like go an hour in any direction and you're still in skyscrapers that's crazy that's so weird
2: I
0: can't imagine that
1: driving driving or uh, subway whatever the Seoul metropolitan area is massive three three fourths of the South Korean population lives in the Seoul metropolitan area Holy it's crap! Ridiculous, but like, Fuck. in 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 such a metropolitan area, you see such a disparity between people who have basically everything and people who have <laughs> almost nothing, and yeah, the people who have almost nothing in um in third world countries, or I wouldn't say South Korea is a third world country even, but people who have like nothing. In other countries, as opposed to having nothing in America, there, there's a huge difference. Oh, it's, it's so crazy! A massive difference. Like, uh, just all all kinds of people would just be—they uh, have like literal wagons with just right. pieces of aluminum that they're recycling, you know, and that—that's that's their whole life. That that's the entirety so wild. of their life is just recollecting things. Right. It it just it's is strange
0: because right, we, have, we have, like, projects here, but we don't have slums here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At least not, like, the way that they can be found rampantly in other countries, you know? Like, yeah. I would imagine on the outskirts of well, that even city th- is where most of that exists, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, even
1: no. right in, in, in the midst of it all. Just oh, in, wow. like, alleys yeah. and stuff? Just I mean, you... Or just, like, like sec- not, thing not thing alleys in particular, like, sections. About. Yeah. So, it's Nobody like a weird it. Yeah. class thing? Oh, it's totally a class yeah. thing.
2: Yeah. That, the, Is it weird to say that that kind of system seems more like normalized in Eastern countries? You know, when I look at Japan and Korea, I feel like there's these obvious like classes that really stand out and it's just kind of always socially accepted there. From what I can gather, I mean, I don't know, I don't live there, but
1: I think it's kind of, it's like, it's socially accepted, but it's uh, a taboo subject, so you don't oh. even talk about Just it. Just
0: something you don't talk about, Which you, yeah. Can, yeah, that's word.
2: hindering too, because then you can't talk about it. Yes,
0: yes, certainly. I mean, as you know, as we'll talk about later, a whole portion of, of a problem is if you're just ignoring it, if you're allowing something to, c- to continue because you're not impacted by it, mm-hmm. you know, that's, it just continues to add to the problem until it reaches a boiling point. And that's, yeah. I, I wonder, um, not that I'm like predicting, you know, some type of weird, uh, Upheaval. yeah, in, in Korea, but like, I wonder how long that type of thing can, t- can continue in those areas that where people, yeah. especially in areas in Asia, I guess, like in Japan and China, where rich people are fucking super rich, you know, and rich people are super rich in America too, but so we don't have like those slums like right in the city like they are in other places. There's I yeah. mean, fuck, I don't know. You know, I've only been to Seattle. But, like, there are – you can tell there are different areas in Seattle where people have more money and they and they have less money. But yeah. it's not – like, it's like a proper slum, like I would imagine, like in, like in fucking Brazil and shit like that, you know? Like, oh, yeah. we don't have stuff like that here. What do they call the, the favelas? The favelas. Yeah, like, we don't have stuff like that here, you know? Like, even in projects and shit where it's bad mm-hmm. and there's trash on the streets, it's not like it is in the favelas, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so – I wonder, like, how there we long? We have trailer
2: parks and shit. Yeah, so well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of totally jumping different. all around I mean, the globe, but
0: no. right, but like, I'm kind of jumping all around the globe. But I wonder how long that type of shit can continue until it like reaches that point that they're like, all right, enough
2: is mm-hmm. enough is enough, you know. Well, there's some people out there, like you know, old boy Eric Weinstein, that talk about like the the population essentially having a plateau that you can hit and then it just never goes anywhere. Yeah. And, it, you know, he seems to think we're very, very close to that. But, whether or not you put in any... Till we go to Mars, baby. Not, I don't know. Till but, we go to Mars. And that's the thing when you're talking about those, like, populations and, you know, how these different societies live. You know, a place like Seoul, the metro population, according to Google, 200... or 25,674,800 people. That's a fuck ton of people. That's a lot of people. Right? And... It's not I mean it's a big area. It's not like Manhattan or anything. How many people are in Washington Lord. State? Washington State oh I want I looked it up recently. I want to say guess time. Price is right rules. Close this without going over five to six million. Five to six million? I wanna say it's it was like three point two or something. Yeah, I
1: think it's probably what do you less think? than I guess.
2: Oh, I don't even know. Oh come on, throw a wild nut guess out there. I don't know. I thought
0: there was like twelve counties. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 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 he was like, guess how many counties there are? And I was like, I don't know, like twelve? And he was like, No, no. <laughs> I was like, Oh, fuck me, I guess. I don't know. Six sounds about right, maybe? Six million? There's so is, much of
2: it that's just dirt closer, though. Like
0: three, three or four. Yeah. Oh,
2: why am I in the maps? Way I more people in that
0: city than in our state. That's fucking weird.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think New York City has more people in the city than we do in the state. It's just weird. Maybe. You know? I don't know. I could be drastically wrong about that. Washington State. I don't know. Why. I searched for it in Google Maps last time. I
0: guess it's just one of those things that you don't really consider that much, Ooh. you know? Like, when people tell you, like, Alaska's twice the size of Texas, and you're like, yeah, yeah I'm fucking sure. But, like, like it whatever. is, you know? But it just doesn't. 7. 6 million
2: 7.6 million. 7.6. That's a lot of people. Even
0: that. I so what? Three
2: times as many people, people in that one city as there are in our state. And what's the what's the Seattle population? Remember, seven point six.
1: Uh, oh, like, Seattle, I want to say it's like
2: like one, probably 1. 2. Not even, uh, and so this is the Seattle Silverman. city of Seattle population. So that's kind of mm-hmm. basically, Renton you know, not even not even including Renton uh, and stuff. So just it's seventy. F- 744,000 almost wow, 700, 744 yeah almost 745,000 not even one of the cool
1: that's million crazy. Huh? see Albuquerque is bigger city than Seattle that's wild what is
0: that king county is probably what you are yeah, 2.2 2 million. million in king county that yeah, makes sense that's, that does make mm.
2: sense cuz in the in the general scheme of how much power you know that Area of the state has yeah. it's definitely on the county level. Let that for
0: everyone listening and
2: everyone here, because <laughs> I just thought about it. Let that put into
0: perspective how few people there are in Eastern Washington. If there's seven million <laughs> people in the state, and two point two of them are in King fucking <laughs> County, that's insane.
2: I give. Yeah. One, that's and then crazy. you have. Thirty-eight other counties to fill in. Yeah, and and you know what's um, Snohomish County above King? Mm I mean, that's I think the most. I think that's the second most populated, or the third, maybe next to uh, whatever is in Tacoma. Well, Kitsap
0: County is pretty big too. You know, yeah you know maybe not comparatively i don't know apparently i don't know this state like i thought i did so <laughs> which is funny because you're just talking about how
2: little you you're traveled bro yeah i'm, I'm slightly disappointed to you <clears throat> just uneducated i guess although i learned some things about the the founding of the city of, or the area of kingston this week that kind of blew my mind and i had no idea was the case and what it's, you got? it's pretty wild Let's it was like it. it was founded by like now, you can't allude to things like that and then not yeah, talk about it. I didn't even. So, this is all, you know, allegedly, because I don't remember. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> it was like started by like 10 people and 10 oxen that moved in and then started. I think they were doing like logging or fur trapping or something like that. Oh, yeah. And then got in there and they made their fucking money. And then basically they kind of picked up and left. But a couple stragglers had come along and a couple people stayed. And then slowly grew the city of Kingston. Which, the plat of Kingston, I just found out the other day, was, it's been around since 1890. Bro, that's a long time ago. Just saying. It's one of the cool things about my job. Every now and again, you come across some real cool local historical stuff. You're like, oh, wow, that's fucking blows my mind. This state's it's, pretty cool. It, yeah, it has its ups and downs. <laughs> Historically, and downs. it's pretty cool, I mean. There you go. Okay, <laughs> okay. so, Alex. We do have a it's- lot of <laughs> nukes here. That's cool. Yeah. Doesn't, you know, I live ever.
0: right next to that base, and I don't, like, let me tell you, when Corona came out, I'm like, I don't know that I necessarily feel safer <laughs> living right next to a military base. Like, this doesn't necessarily make me feel that good, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, it's a real love-hate type of thing. It's like, <laughs> this is kind of cool, but it's also like, if a war pops off, I'm going to fucking die, like, in two seconds, you know? Because I'm just... Yeah. we I could be vaporized. I so could you hit a baseball... Help. Into the, into the gates and keyboard, bro. We'd, it's we'd not be good. so
1: screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a fan. We'd be like the first to go. Goodbye,
0: PNW. One, <laughs> well, that's like when we were, you know, when people are talking about martial law and shit. I'm like, there's a. The fucking gates are right there, man. I'm not gonna be able to leave my goddamn neighborhood. Like they're right there. There's, <laughs> there's a bridge. one bridge in and out of yep. keyboard. That is it. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> Okay, I didn't really put those together. Sorry, <laughs> it's, I don't love it. I bought a fucking AR for a reason. I don't love it. I don't. It's. I love that house. I love that area. But I was made extremely uncomfortable oh by God. the thought of all this stuff. I did that not made love me it. so happy. <laughs> Here we are bro.
2: So, so sorry. I ruined what you. you radicalized <laughs> me, Colin. This is where we're at. I, two years ago, I met you, ago. and this is where we're at. We talked about it a little bit last show, but just for your edification, two years ago. Donovan probably would have died before saying he'd ever own an AR. And now, psh, look at him. Oh,
1: yeah, you, you've been telling me you've been slowly...
2: been slowly converting be... him to the dark one, side. One of our very first episodes was
0: like... I don't yeah. remember what had happened. It w- had to be a school shooting. It had to yeah, be they one of those. Gun shootings. control. And we, for like 40 fucking minutes, we went at it about gun control. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's bullshit. Like, no one ever needs to own an AR. Like, blah, blah, blah. On it. On it. For like 40 <laughs> minutes. And...
1: So, right what now. made you change your mind?
0: Um. All right. So, as far as guns in general, because mm-hmm. um, I when when I met Colin, I certainly wouldn't. I same do. I would never have owned a gun. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. any of that shit. And I you certainly wouldn't be having a piece sitting I, on the table. I own an yeah. AR. I, I carry a gun every why, day. Why did uh, you
1: have that previous predilection?
0: Um. I think partially because of the way that I was raised. Um. My mom is like I have shifted her since I've shifted but um, like we just were raised like only police officers should have guns you know like rifles like the ARs like people don't need that shit you know like we didn't we had a gun in the house but it was my grandpa when he was alive he was a sheriff's deputy in Eugene like back in the day and so it's his old service revolver that my mom had just from when he died okay. and so she didn't yeah. she had never taken it out shooting I didn't even know that it existed until I was like late teens um and yeah so i just was just raised with the view like people just don't need that it's not necessary like mm-hmm. the police are there to protect you like that's you know um and, and growing up i
2: think in the fashion you grew up like the areas you guys live yeah that yeah probably i probably definitely contributed like, yeah
0: not i mean we grew up in a nice house but we uh we struggled a little bit but we mm-hmm. you know, we had a nice house and stuff but um it's that's that's beside the point but when i got older um i got more into like personal choice like i just was fine with people doing whatever it didn't bother me as much i just wasn't into it and then when like the school shootings and when they started to get reported more i was like i'm really uncomfortable with this like i've just i'm not i don't understand why this is happening and then when my wife got pregnant um when she was like eight months pregnant, I was super duper sick and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I was super sick and our brother in law was having a birthday party and so she went by herself and she was on the west side of Bremerton, she stopped to get gas on the way home and someone tried to get in her car and like steal stuff out of her car and um came home very upset. You know, she's like I, I like I don't like that. Like I don't all I could think is, you know, what if my baby was with me and what if I and I thought the exact same thing. So, um she said she wanted to get a gun and so very quickly afterwards we went and we bought pistols and we bought, uh, we got our concealed carry permits and that stuff. Um, and then I just kind of started doing more research into just the second amendment itself and why people are doing what they're doing. Um, and then when the new legislative session opened in Washington and they introduced kind of the bills that they intended on trying getting passed, one of those things was an assault weapons ban and, over the conversations Colin and I had, I understood kind of the f- ambiguity of the term assault weapon and was just uncomfortable with the way that it was being introduced. Um, and I was uncomfortable with, in my opinion, the infringement on people's ability to express the Second Amendment as the way that I interpreted. Um, and so I decided to purchase an AR because I didn't agree with the way that that was being done. And so partially, I think like as a personal protest of like, I'm not cool with this. And so I'm going to get mine, you know, before this happens. And then when I got it, I, when I was waiting, I was doing more and more research and was like, not <clears throat> nah, fuck that, you know? And I'm just, that's just kind of where I'm at so with it now.
1: Your rights should be protected in that manner.
0: Very much. So I, I very, it's, it's a, it's a become a huge strong point for me. Um, since I, since I started to get into farms, a big, big strong point for me, um, as far as the second movie goes. Yeah.
1: Well, have you guys seen some of the Minneapolis, um, there's people posted outside of uh, buildings to prevent looters. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. People yeah. expressing their Second Amendment Fuck rights. Yeah, no. No. Not actually doing anything other than <laughs> yeah, expressing... Just standing
2: yeah, there. no, absolutely. Yeah, just standing there. Absolutely. That's, we yeah. call that officer presence. Yeah. That's, and I, that's the same thing. You're, yeah. you're protecting somebody by just standing there with a gun. And I you're protecting that story. You're protecting like, your community.
1: Like what police should be doing. Like what they're yeah, for. Yeah. Certainly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. In a perfect world, yes. And we um, are going to get a lot deeper down that rabbit hole yeah. later in the show before
0: okay. we do that i want to ask we you will. real quick and then we can move on but i just because partially why you're here when this whole corona thing kicked off um were you guys out of work as soon as the state shut down or was there because there was a little bit of time where like schools were being shut down and you guys were still working in that time right when the schools and stuff were closing yeah. because the whole state hadn't closed yet. it it yeah. was just kind of schools it was
2: a weird um, is a weird time yeah i don't remember that we
1: kept going until the um, the governor gave the order
2: for everything yeah, yeah, yeah. for everything he, yeah he'd given the order but there it was pretty fucking vague about what right. essential was. Right. And then yeah. so we all kind of were like, well, so you guys kept working for a couple we're days, interpreting right? Interpreting it so that we can yep. work. Right. And then finally he clarified, yeah. And I don't remember what I don't want to say. Until they read it like Yeah,
1: yeah. It
2: was just a few days that it was you were unsure, right? Yeah, like maybe like 2 days or something like that and then yeah. I, I remember I mean, legally. Yeah. That actually kinda,
1: doesn't make sense, but Exactly. It is. Yeah. Cuz
2: that's kind of what we were all doing. And really it, it all re, it really came down to just the fact that what is the rest of the industry doing? What are we all doing <clears throat> as an industry? And then it goes, everybody's yeah. starting to pop down. And then you go, well, yeah, I guess, I guess we do fall under this. Then we got some legal counsel and all that. And so like, yes, how shit.
0: long were you guys closed for?
2: <sighs> Month and a half. I'd say Something about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And
0: where all of the, cause there like, were some of you guys working in that time mm-hmm. or. <clears throat>
2: yeah. Really anybody that could work from home.
0: managerial
2: staff and stuff like that pretty much anyone else like we had a couple of junior engineers and stuff that had to go they we had to put them on standby all of you guys had to get put on standby how many
0: surveyors are there
1: four well five well
2: there's four guys that go out and work technically yeah and then there's another guy and then there's like me and then my other guy and then we got another guy in the office i kind of try to do both worlds
0: how many employees are there in total in your company Ooh, less than 15 words. So you guys are a, definitely a small business, a oh, yeah. small, small business. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You, do you, do because it's a small business is technically under 500 employees, right?
2: It depends on which context you're speaking about. Some like legally as far kitchen, as like as different things, some, word. some like the smallest business I think you can be categorically, whether it's taxation or regulation on up is like 15, and then you cross a certain threshold at certain things. Yeah. And it's like, I think there's some at 50. And then after that, I think it's 150 or more until you hit 500 or more. And then it's like this weird word. So, so yeah. you guys are a micro company pretty much. Yeah, we're tiny. I've
0: heard all these different terms, economical terms thrown out since this happened. And I'm like, I didn't even know that anyone mm-hmm. ever said that. But
2: one of the nice byproducts yeah. of the COVIDs, man, is people trying to examine the effects of the economic shutdown and how detrimental it really is. Yeah. Without – really anybody truly understanding it except for the people that are living it
1: well I mean you'd be a fool if you wouldn't be like, this is affecting the economy. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So you were, yeah. so you guys were closed for a month. You said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in that month, did you do you have to collect unemployment of that month, or did you apply for unemployment of that I'm, month?
1: I applied for unemployment for that month. You don't have I to answer any questions
0: you don't want to answer. By no, them. I don't. No, 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 no. Just, just so you
1: know, <laughs> I know.
0: you Yeah, of course, me to say yeah.
1: anything, or anything.
2: So you, so you filed for unemployment.
1: I filed for unemployment, but I did not receive it.
2: <laughs> we're still trying to get Carolina's. She's been out for. Uh, two months at this point. she. I thought that, she, did she go back to work for like two weeks or something like that and then stop working again? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, that, and that's because, yeah, she's tried to go back to work and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah. why am I struggling so much? Oh, wait, you have pneumonia. Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Okay. And she still doesn't go back for two weeks. And so, we, and
0: so we've known um, our other friend, Morgan, I think it took her like eight weeks yeah. before she finally got money. Really? Um, and she worked, and she works in a wine bar. And so, you know, the restaurants were like one of the very first things to close. Oh, yeah. And so they closed prematurely, I think. Um, yeah, like, the, yeah day but, of the live show. Before everything was ordered to close, but things were like told that they should close, but mm-hmm. like the state hadn't been closed down yet. So, yeah, because restaurants were closed first. So they were closed like early. So when it first happened, she replied, mm-hmm. and it took her fucking four hours. Ever to finally get it. Um, and it's just because my mom actually works for the state and works partially with that stuff. And so I've talked to her a lot about it. And there's just, this, it's just not made to handle, you know, the, the influx of people that mm-hmm. were applied for. And it is, they brought in as many people as they could to try and handle the backlog. And, um, uh, from what it sounds like, they're getting pretty close to catching up yeah but they're certainly not caught up but they're they're doing their best there was also in this state in particular a huge unemployment scheme like millions of dollars people collecting unemployment for dead people and shit like that oh that's a real thing yeah huge amount of money reclaimed and shit um so there was a big delay a lot of people that was one of the big holdups was there them trying to figure out this big um this big fraud thing and then reclaiming all that money so you like just got think like just over three million dollars in unemployment that they got back um yeah just from people filing
2: falsely which is insane right insane i mean that doesn't help people's argument when they're talking about you know the corruption within the social safety net programs that everybody's got that's tough right because it can't happen so in
0: this time do you own a house do you rent a house an apartment do you
2: i bought a house worked Worked,
0: so you have a mortgage payment that you have to make and so in this yeah. time you had to just rely on your savings while you're waiting for your unemployment to kick in or go back to work
1: yeah pretty yeah. much
0: which is I'm not going to dive into your personal finances, then, but um, for a lot of people, as we know in America, they don't fucking have finance or savings. You know, like that's just not really a yeah, thing. A lot so of people
1: they're, they're SOL. Yeah, until, a lot of until they get their stimulus check or yeah, right whatsoever.
0: And $1,200. I mean, if you in this area houses are crazy ass expensive, so $1,200 is like a really pretty moderate mortgage payment in. I feel like in this area, yeah. as I don't far as, know a you know, single person that can pay 1200 for a mortgage. Right. So that's a really, really nice mortgage payment that you probably yeah. got several years ago. So, yeah. <laughs> so even if you did get one of those checks, some people didn't or whatever the fuck, you know, if you get the one or maybe you got two, if you're married or something, you yeah. <clears throat> That's, you know, not even your whole mortgage payment, not including all of the uh utilities that you have to pay, all the whatever bills you have, your cell phone, any credit cards you have, yeah, any not, of that shit. Not, yeah, not to mention feeding yourself. You still haven't gotten here. Yeah, do yeah. you know why? Uh it's okay I if you don't. I know my I don't know that there's a little
1: bit later.
0: And there, I don't know any reasons why people. I know there are reasons that people aren't, but I don't There's know a lot why. Of them too. You know, I a just know of people, that they're delayed.
2: Yeah, a lot of people that use some kind of third-party filing system, like, like TurboTax or something. Yeah, TurboTax and like <clears> all those <throat> different little offshoots and stuff. Like the, they can't necessarily legally because you you during the terms of service and stuff when you sign up for one of those things, you're essentially signing a document, an agreement between you and the company that they will not release. In of your information oh, without shit. your permission. And the only time you do that is when you hit that tax button. And then from then on, like they can't go back and say, like, oh yeah, right. well, here's their bank account number. You know, usually they get the money and then they distribute it back to you. But there's all these fucking legal problems that are going on, and then those That's things have to get deal. goes through the courts. And the courts. it's just it's it's just another example, like we talked about so many times before, of the government completely being Completely unaware that they have very little ability to actually affect the citizens' day to day lives on, yeah. like, in that kind of capacity to directly give out to an individual, like, something. Like, it's wild that it's to me, this thing is showing like it's wild that anybody gets tax returns every year. Like, Weird, that's right? crazy yeah. that they can handle that.
0: Do you um just I don't know I guess for record keeping do you do you file your own taxes or do you have someone else file them for you I file
1: them you file
0: your own yeah. we always I don't know if this means anything like I said I don't know any reasons why they're delayed at all we got ours in like the first wave we file them with H&R Block like pretty much as soon as you can file your taxes as soon as I get like, my W2 about that shit mm-hmm. because I'll forget and I don't like to wait not because I'm like oh I got to get it done because I'll forget and I'll fuck off mm-hmm. and then I'll be like oh god now I have to get an extension and it'll be a whole deal so like as soon as I get it I'm like okay call and make an appointment because oh, yeah. I don't want to deal with it I don't the first year I had a retirement I really struggled for some reason on TurboTax and fucked a lot of stuff up. And so I was like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> so I would willingly pay. But this year we had a kid and it was more money. So I'm not doing it again. I'm going to figure out another way because <laughs> that was bullshit. It was $50 before and it was like $150 this time. And I was like, hold the fuck off. On. No <laughs> one said anything about that. So <clears throat> there's,
1: a, there's a whole free service. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. When like I did, the e-file. first couple years I did, and then I got a job with a retirement. Mm-hmm. And then I fucked it up when I was doing our tax, so I paid to have it done. Because it was only fifty dollars, yeah. And then this other time, and so that's why I was like, "Well, I'm not going to pay fifty dollars you Don't have to
1: worry about that." I yeah, didn't
0: care, 50. but 150—that's too, that's that's too, too, too much. That's too much. That's too you know? much for
1: just a couple papers. Yeah, it's like, like four like, fucking how, ten how many, minutes of my time. How extensive are your financials? You know, what yeah. I mean? exactly. Like, I don't own a house. Go, yeah, I don't, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Especially when you go to a place like H&R Block or something where you have to interface with the, a person, right? Yeah, and all they're doing is going through their lady this time too. Software and then plugging in numbers. And that's what they're doing. It's like yes. that, yeah, yeah. It's like not robots worth
1: paying nobody f- nah, to do nah, that. It's nah. too much. You can so do that
2: this next time around.
0: found that shit my damn self. Word.
2: You see this? This time I filed by myself. Next time I will not be filed by myself. <laughs> you got too much going on to do uh, that. Yeah, it's a yeah. It's yeah. and, and I, you got you dividends absolutely. and shit partful, to worry about.
1: Partial business owner, aren't you? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I have a tax guy that you might want to look into. I got
2: <laughs> yeah. I was I've got I've talked to a bunch of people that. Um, essentially, they have their their personal guy, and they run a little business. And I'm like, yeah. So yeah. I got a few numbers too. I got to look up because yeah, I just it's too much to fuck around with. Yeah, and you know, and I'm I sure know, you know. This, I actually had to like do, do the deferred payment thing
0: this mm. time because
2: I know now that I'm a business owner, like I get raked over the coals. I did <clears> the, <throat> I did like the math in my head about what I thought I would owe, and then once they came back, and I was like, that oh. <laughs> was it, way more. <laughs> No, it wasn't. Oh. It was just the number. It was close to the number I thought, and I just oh. excited about that. That sucks. So that's a whole other thing. <clears throat> so I want to try to find a guy that can uh, see if there's anything I'm missing, so that yeah. maybe I don't have to pay that much. Yeah, I would pay somebody to do that.
0: So in this month that you or that we were that you were off work, um, did you find yourself at any time unsure of what you were going to do for bills, or did you, you you were pretty all right when you? you Um, you only have to divulge as much as you
1: yeah well a little backstory prior prior to me purchasing after i got out the army i got kicked out the army for um drinking i didn't get like uh dishonorable discharge or anything like that i didn't i didn't get the highest level of discharge i got like the second level one and so i didn't uh i get i get all my benefits except for um GI benefits, so right. I couldn't I couldn't go to school and continue further education, whatever, which was like fifty percent of why I joined the army is that I could pay for school for free GI bill.
2: A lot of people, a lot, a lot of, of people, people, people. yeah, yeah,
1: serving my country as well. Yeah, right, absolutely. But, um,
2: Thank you. By the way, so
1: <laughs> I didn't do shit, but uh, <laughs> I I was pretty much homeless, and then I I got this job, and then I got. Uh, a mortgage and everything. And it's, I don't know. So I, I wasn't worried about the COVID thing because I, I have gone from having nothing to having, you know.
0: You were like, I'll be all right.
1: Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's not a thing for yeah. me because I was just at the bottom end of the spectrum. So I was like, you already worried. Been there. ultimately. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, whatever. If it happens, it happens, you know. Uh, as, as soon as I got out the army, I was like, Trying to teach myself little knots and stuff to catch squirrels and shit. <laughs> you know, try and go live in the Pacific Northwest. So, I w- that's like I w- a dream subsistence now.
2: lifestyle, huh? Dude, yeah. that's like a dream now. Where'd I would that? love to do that. <laughs> but I still need the internet. which sucks. Corona yeah. will do that to you. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I wasn't, the, the virus didn't really affect my financials other than. Oh, uh, should I guess I'm going to live a little bit more conservatively, you know? Just just be a little bit more mindful of it, because uh, at the end of the day, I don't know where my next paycheck is going to come from. And then, I guess I heard all the stuff about the stimulus checks and all that, but I, I was immediately um, worried about that. because Skeptical?
2: Yeah, the, gov- the government
1: doesn't give you <laughs> something for nothing. No.
2: You know? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. that's... So like, what did you do? Because you're single, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what did you do like day to bachelor like, life? To, so you don't go crazy. I mean, it was hard enough for That's me. Word, it, it yeah. You so you
0: stayed home, right? Or did you go out and do shit anyway?
1: Um, I stayed home for the most part. I mean, you can only stay at a certain place for so long. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I actually did like a lot of driving. because um, there was just nobody, driving around. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was nobody around. True. I guess technically, I'm I'm by myself. I'm not interacting with other people. So yeah, it was
0: according Whatever. to Jay Inslee, it was a safe activity, and until I <laughs> to justify it to yeah. keep
2: it. Oh, yeah, he, he,
0: that was a funny thing. I, I did, did a lot of but, driving too.
2: Yeah, they nice.
0: because so many people were like asking about it. He was like, "Well, there's no law against." driving you know like we like, we like we're not going to pull you over just for like driving shit, your I can't car believe I yeah that. like we there's don't there's no
1: law for any of
0: it <laughs> right. yeah let's remember that <laughs> right well and then like and then he was saying that they were then using the driving data to decide how many people were and weren't staying home and whether or not the stay at home order was effective yeah. So you can go out and drive, but we're also going to decide yeah, whether or not driving the, is
1: yeah. totally Utility arbitrary. amount yeah. of Data right there. Yeah. So, okay, so a person's driving, but they may may or may not be interacting <laughs> with someone. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. What is the point of that data right totally there? That, oh, arbitrary. A waste of my, totally arbitrary. A waste of my tax dollars. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're just laying out cords on the road or whatever. Is that what they are? They're just cords that count? Fucking Because they're just the little black things
2: that they roll out. No, most of this you know? was captured via cell phone GPS data.
0: Well, I know that. What I oh, thought that they yeah, were also—that's that's a little weird, isn't well, it, it? So I know that they did that. But yeah. let me ask you this: Do they? And also, they will also lay out black cords on the road mm-hmm. that people run over, right? Yeah, that will count drivers. That's what those things are for, yes, right? Correct. They count okay. Those, yeah. but okay. But they—he did, did—that's for something else. Yeah. When they're doing like streetlights and
2: shit, right? Is I that can what see for? them
0: repurposing
2: the amount that, of traffic yeah that's going they, to that traffic volume studies okay you yeah. know and especially yeah if they're gonna look at so okay, you guys are here fi- <laughs> in five years you know the state or the county wants to build a new road system right in here like they're gonna do on whatever that highway is as you're going out to bainbridge they're putting in okay. a big giant roundabout in there right. all, and all and kinds the of people whole, are pissed off yeah. yeah it's gonna be a whole thing but they'll yeah. do a traffic study on that for years beforehand to try to determine what is the initial flow of traffic, Now they can look at the percentages of the increasing. They can look at the timing, and they can determine how they want to build that model. Wow, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. so they use be, that
0: maybe a little bit, but maybe, maybe. We but yeah, no, he but. did. Jay Lee did also acknowledge that they were using people's GPS mm-hmm. locations on their phones. You know, yeah, actually said to, that. To, yeah. I supposedly up, I haven't. Somewhere in these notes, yeah, I have it. Oh, I fucking was tweeting about it. It's one of the because it was on one of the uh, press conferences, <laughs> um, and that's why I would have written down, tweeted about it instead of written it down. I remember I was standing standing at heat press at work, and I was so I was away from my desk, and that's why I tweeted it out instead of fucking writing it down because I wasn't at my desk. Um, yeah, if I recall correctly,
2: allegedly. If you give me the, time, I can find it for you. Oh, i yeah, believe you. You'll find it. Um, but allegedly, the, the way he had justified it, in my mind, if I'm remembering this correctly, he said that they got this data from the cell phone carriers. And supposedly, it was all anonymous. They just got numbers and data, and that was about it. Okay, the, well, that's bullshit. Exactly, right? Yeah, it, what makes you think you can trust that, well, first of all? And I don't not, like the fact they're tracking cool. you to begin with. But the fact, and the fact that they would, the carriers would directly, ju- they just hand that information over to the government. Yeah, That's disturbing really, enough. Just
1: because. Here you go. You know, there we all, go. all of those corporations defrauded the American public because they, they got awarded an $8 billion contract to give fiber optic to everybody, and then they just took all that money. It, they, they legitimately just took it all. I have
2: never heard about this, but if Prize you ask me if that surprised Prize me, ATT, all of them. I wouldn't be surprised. It's very interesting. And if I want fiber optic out here, do you know how much that will cost me? I don't know how much it would cost me out here, to be honest, because all I know is that if it's not available in your area, they will trench it out to you and put it in your house, but you got to pay for every square foot that they need to go. That's probably and there's a, a ridiculous cost on it. amount.
1: Yeah. But then, but then you get your whole HOA or whatever. You yeah, know, you can and contribute. Then they, they all split it. Yeah,
2: that would be a good one. Yeah,
1: They're
2: I'm not real Bringing familiar.
1: fiber optic out here, I would summer. love
2: fiber optic, man. How that much would, would be, it cost you? I don't know, but it's got to be. A, it can't be more expensive than what I have now. We have some I mean, of the shit. worst internet in the
0: country, right? At least like rural internet
2: speeds. It wouldn't surprise me because I feel like you I've know, heard Derek
0: Kilmer say that. That's the know? only thing he cares about. A, that is like the only consistent like, thing I hear about thing. is internet speeds. He's like, it yeah, doesn't we'd... seem to get better, but <laughs> yeah. from what I understand, in like our rural areas, That's Kingston, not. I believe being one of them, we yeah. have like some real shit internet speeds. Um, Jake has talked about that. That like the Wi-Fi at his house mm-hmm. is just dog shit. Oh yeah, megabytes per second. I mean, you've nothing. been up his driveway.
2: Oh yeah. You imagine forever. how much that would cost
0: to trench that shit all? Oh there? my god. Dog. When we lived in the suburbs, right when I was growing up, I was like fucking. 14, 15 probably, not 8 or 9. Um, all my stories when I'm a kid, I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, we used to a camping all the time. I think I was like 8 or 9 years old. Always 8 or 9 years old. There's no way I did that much stuff in two years, but it's always 8 or 9 years old. No, but I was probably like 15 because I was sitting in my front yard, and I'm getting high, and there's a guy. We had one of those green boxes in the corner of our yard, you know, that are yay tall, whatever they are, electrical boxes that the oh, county yeah, yeah, yeah. uses, whatever that is. Um, so I'm sitting in my yard, getting high. This guy comes up, he starts fucking with this box. like, hey, 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 what are you doing? And he's like, oh, we're fucking upgrading the whole neighborhood to fiber optic. And I said, what? He was like, yeah, yeah, we're in no, the whole neighborhood. We're doing the whole everything. And I was like, what are you even talking about? And he <laughs> yeah. was like, yeah, no, like it's going to get, you know, X amount faster and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking sure. Like, I I, I bet it is, you know. And then Craig down the road, this guy, Craig total hermit um like he lived down the road from me for five years before i even knew that he lived there this kid same age as me had never even seen him one time um and he was homeschooled and just played wow all the time so he comes over because we were friends for a little while and he's like bro they fucking got us fabric fiber optic in the neighborhood like my wow is like a million times faster and i was like <laughs> what are you fucking serious i was like this guy said that but i didn't really believe it you know and i so i guess we were one of the few, blessed, but it's like, it's right in Bremerton, like, right off of McWilliams, so it's it's in Bremerton. yeah, right yeah. I have fiber. Yeah, so I bet... Be- yeah, have fiber? Yeah. Bro. Dude, uh, like what's, your, what's your download speed?
2: What's your upload it's speed? It's ridiculous.
0: I was playing Call of Duty in that house after Craig said that. I was like, bro, I'm gonna go play video games right yeah. now. Crazy.
2: Crazy fast, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's I can awesome. download games and, like, Five minutes, oh, yeah. like a forty gig. See
2: that right there, forty gig game. That's one of them Wi-Fi extenders, and it don't like it helps, but it it doesn't bring like the same speed. Your internet company doesn't have one to buy. Oh, I don't go through Comcast, Which, bro. They got oh, garbage equipment. We have
0: Wave, and Wave yeah. have a has a thing that looks like a Eva from, or it looks like Eva from from Wally. Yeah, <laughs> Hero is that what it's called? Yeah. But it's this little white thing has a little dot on it. it looks like Eva from Wally, um, and that's we have it down in our house because the house is old as balls, and we had terrible internet down there. And Now yeah. the internet's awesome. Y'all yeah.
1: needs remedy your situation. It sucks. Okay. <laughs> I'm
2: just a liar. From-
0: <laughs> like no shit. You guys need uh, to fix
2: that. That's no good. <laughs> during that latest uh, Steam sale, you know what Steam is yeah uh, yeah okay computer um, games yeah. Um, I was downloading. Something I don't remember what it was. It was rather sizable. It might have been uh, that Soviet Republic game, but like I was sitting here and it was like, oh, you have like, it wasn't much. It was like an hour and a half to download. And I was like, bullshit. That's this is not time. happening. So I like took my laptop, went over to the wife's. Uh, oh, I didn't show you her her Twitch studio. That's <clears throat> that's where it's popping. <clears throat> but I went over there and just hardwired into the modem and it downloaded in like five minutes. <laughs> It's like, what is the deal? Yeah. I It is not uncommon
0: when I get a new game for me to put it in my PlayStation before I leave for work. Because <laughs> oh, it will take five hours. Stores. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just to, I'm like, just here, I'm just not even, or like Jordan will, like if she goes to pick it up or something in the morning or whatever, I get it in the mail, you know. Hey, throw it in the PlayStation. Like, let that download disc run. And then hopefully by the time I get home, I'll be able to fucking put the play disc in there. Dude. Red Dead 2 literally took all day. Yeah. I came yeah. home still yeah. another hour. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me.
2: Bro, <laughs> took forever. And that's something that, that's really funny because that didn't used to be a thing. It used to be you bought a video game, you threw it in the thing, and it just worked. In- well, instantly. I can, I can tell you guys why. Maybe What's up? Science. Hashtag science.
1: Okay, because before for games, they just read straight off of the disc. Yeah. The, the data just... It, that is the game. It's like scripted. It, it's immediate. Mm-hmm. But, um, CDs, they, the way that they're imprinting the data is it's, it's no longer the immediate read off of it. So they have to pull that information because the way that it's, uh, stored onto those discs
2: is, uh, it's like layered it's, it's or something. stacked yeah, almost it's, it's, instead of yeah, just. It's like layers. So that totally makes sense. Yes. Yeah, that's it's because, that's like, what it is. if you're playing Final Fantasy 7 back in the 90s, you know. So you can throw some discs. of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, four discs, and then you throw it in there. Nowadays, can you imagine what a Red Dead would look like? Oh my God, it'd be, like, it'd be a whole CD catalog book.
1: Yeah, but now, <laughs> oh yeah, one disc, but yeah. actually that disc is containing a ridiculous amount of information, and the laser—that's what the installing process is. It's pulling pulling all that information off of it.
2: That makes sense I remember yeah.
0: when you were talking When you got that last hard drive And you were like This is a laser red hard drive Or whatever And I was like What the fuck are you talking about Lasers bro Do you Solid that, state yeah, that, There solid you go Yeah, this is a regular so, disc Yeah you know? and you're like The laser off of here And off of here And blah blah blah
2: And I was like yeah, That's a red pill moment dude Yeah Just Buy one of I those things either. And there's some shit going on In that little box then Alright yeah. Said that I was like, Hashtag sure. physics bro I don't yeah. know Yeah, No there's no way that's Fucking Paul at work Will try to explain it to me And I'll be like okay cool that totally makes sense and about five minutes later I'm like I don't understand what that meant at all yeah that's just not it's, me
1: uh, it's the future though oh
2: yeah, well, yeah. solid state
1: batteries yeah
2: things like this big it's tiny I just I had to buy a new external hard drive because you know four hours every other week at you know 1080 high def video doesn't doesn't last that long yeah, on here. Plus, I've we're putting out heat. Bro. That one, dude. That's a two terabyte. It's already gone, and I ordered another one. But the difference between the standard drive and the um, the solid state it was like a hundred bucks difference. So really? I was like, ah, I'm gonna go ghetto ghetto one more time. I'll one get this. I'll get the spinny disk one more time. And then I'm going to go oh, solid state. There's an then actual... you get like a 5 or 10 terabyte.
1: And it's faster, and yeah. it will last way longer. So
0: there's an actual disk inside of that thing? Yeah. Yeah. I can think... you hear it spin when you plug it in there?
2: You can't hear it on that one, but if you plug it in... Um, can you actually, feel we it? Can fucking. Oh, wait, I don't have any more USB. No, don't worry about it. But you can feel it in your hand. It kind of feels like a gyroscope that's running, you know, where you kind of feel that pull. Science, bro.
0: bro. The world we're living in, I'm telling you. People into space today. It's It's something
2: else. People into space today. So, speaking of the people who have no idea how a solid state drive works, this is a tough segue, bro. Joe fucking Biden. Wow. I wasn't sure where you were going. (laughs) All right. We'll touch on this real quick. We got to knock it out. Weeks ago. Otherwise, we're sorry. Go for it. Run. That's fine. You
0: You know the Joe Biden story, don't you? Yeah, we'll just start
2: introducing Joe for you.
0: Yeah. All yeah. right. Background information. Weeks ago, Joe Biden ski came up. Oh, the on, wind chimes. Uh, I
2: oh. forgot my wind
0: chimes. That's all right. Yeah, wind chimes uh, in the window. Weeks ago, an allegation arose uh, about Joe Biden for a, of sexual assault. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of actual, clear coded sexual assault. Yep. Um, Penetration was involved, oof. according. to to the accusation. Yes. Um, so we're not going to rehash her, her whole story. You can find it, in, I mean, any number of places, but uh, just because we're not going to do that. But um, he was formally... I mean, she didn't file charges because... She swayed. didn't file charges. Oh, she, she did. Fired, like, Is it it not file She
2: filed a police report. Right. Okay. Which... That just makes it official. Official. That so. an official accusation.
0: Yeah. So, official accusation of sexual assault by Joe Biden on a woman named Tara Reid. She has a different first name, right? Tara's she has
2: a lot name. of aliases, which is interesting. Over right. the years, she has had, I think, up to six different ones, and they usually involve another name called Alexandra. And it's Alexandra, and I can't remember her middle name. Generally for writing, and, right? Yeah. Yeah. For different writing purposes and different articles, you know, different. Uh, Outlets, she'd have different pen names and, and such. But I believe her name is – her full name is Tara Reid. That's her actual name. So when this happened, there was – I mean, this woman, Tara Reid,
0: came under immediate fire. Immediate attack. From, I mean, anyone who leaned even a little bit left or opposed Trump in the slightest. Yes. Um, anyone who would want to see Joe Biden become president was immediately accusatory of this woman and her intentions and whether or not she could be trusted, um... It was really pretty shocking, right? And yeah. so the the biggest story, as far as I mean, not that this is not a huge story because it totally is, but um, until there's totally some was. type of formal investigation happening, all we can do is say that this allegation arose. Joe sure. Biden, his campaign, formally denied the allegation. Um, so it that's, took him a while to do. Yes, I've it right. did it take a little a while. Um, I mean, he even the president himself came out and said like. Hey, Joe Biden, you should come out and you should denounce this and come on the record, and you know then we'll we'll move on with it. Which the president himself has some accusations. He may be speaking from experience. And he's like, listen, I'm telling you, just You're come just out front, and yeah, bro. just get it over with. Don't try and don't try and wish wash on this. Just get it done. Um, so eventually, Joe Biden did. Uh, him and his campaign did come out and deny the allegations. Um, so there, I mean, past that, that as it. far as investigations that
2: kinda, go, that's pretty much it. The only um, conversation to be had really around that is how. You know the media, the media narrative kind of carried and, him yeah. through everything. I mean, and Obama, even the hashtag Me Too. You know, one of yes. the most outspoken Me Too voices, Alyssa Milano, yes, decided to just cut ranks and run towards the Biden because you know, I don't know. It's because everything is stupid. That's why. Because well, everything now is politicized to the point where you can't have a conversation about a fucking pandemic. You can't have a conversation about anything. Sexual assault allegations, probably at the initial point, more credible than the allegations that were made against Brett Kavanaugh during his hearing. Right. But we're just, it doesn't matter because we want Joe Biden for president so we're just going to hush hush attack terror raid and just charge forward to the point where people just quit asking questions right it seems like a lot of this at least in the
0: mainstream media the narrative broke down towards the end to all women should be heard but we think that Joe Biden you know is mm-hmm. telling the truth and so this is what we're going to run with i mean Nancy Pelosi herself i remember yeah. like tweeting that video i mean and it in so many words, it was. I believe all women. I trust all women. But I've known Joe wow. Biden for a really long time, and so I'm gonna like go with what Joe Biden is saying to me. And it's like Al Franken sitting out there in the wings, like you <laughs> assholes. What the <laughs> fuck what, you, what is this? Yes, yeah. So I entertained America for how many years, and this is what exactly. I get. Yeah. So, um, so the biggest story passed out on our part, you know, was mm. just the staunch difference in the coverage of these allegations, like you said, the Brett yeah. Kavanaugh allegations, and we covered Brett Kavanaugh for fucking weeks, dog. It oh. had to be six weeks that we talked about Brett Kavanaugh. It was so terrible. It was horrible. I mean, the last two, three weeks, we were like, unfortunately, we are still goddamn talking about Brett Kavanaugh because real? it just continued, right? So, God, all, forever. I'll link to those episodes, let me write that down real quick. Brett, all like eight episodes. Okay. So I'm going to link to the first of those episodes. There you go. And then the series of episodes after that is about Brett Kavanaugh so that if you are interested in getting background on that whole deal, the uh, confirmation hearing, you know, just because for a brief, whatever, Brett Kavanaugh is the newest Supreme Court uh justice. He was nominated and confirmed last year, probably yeah. about a year ago, oh, I probably. would imagine. Um, I'll I'll know that. Fact check. I'll know that as soon as I post the episode on Monday. Um, and during his nomination and confirmation, a woman named Christine Blasey Ford came out with an allegation that she was sexually assaulted by Brett Kavanaugh like in some,
1: at 30s. some party or something. Yeah, like, like in
0: that. the 80s, I think, or yeah. like a, like some, a, some a while ago. Um, I believe yeah. when they were in high school.
2: It's college, I think. College, high yeah. school. Early college. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, or no, he was in high school, but it was a college party. Works. That's what it was. Doesn't matter. We have, the
0: details here are not going to be specific, but yeah. back in those other episodes, we'll have him pinned down to a T. Because at the time, it's fresh in our mind. We consume so much information that I like when people when I leave here, and sometimes we'll go out to dinner with our family or something. Like, oh man, what'd you guys talk about today? Like. I have no, no idea. idea. I know. We talked for four hours collectively. I have yeah. no fucking
2: idea what we talked about today. We spend 14 yeah. days in between shows packing yeah. our head with all of these things that have happened throughout the week from all different. We capture all the narratives, as many facts as we can possibly do, and we pack it all in there, try to make sense of it. And then during the podcast, it's just basically open the vent. Let it and all let go. It <clears throat> didn't yeah. we feel like a new man yeah. <laughs> afterwards.
0: So when the Brett Kavanaugh allegations happened um during the confirmation, I mean there was I mean, that's like pretty much what the whole confirmation hearing was about. You yeah. know, it was very partisan, very split. Certainly all the Democratic questions were about oh, yeah. this. And then Christine Blasey Ford came and she testified in front of Congress. And then I think the Brett Kavanaugh came and testified again after that. Um it was like a whole deal. Yep. And when that happened, there was an immediate tone from the left of this is unacceptable he cannot be confirmed it's got to be taken away right now this is steve right- blasey ford needs to be believed it was yeah. right in, like in, the, in the height of me too it was yeah. Oh, yeah right in the peak of all that um, well even biden himself
1: was like uh for a woman to put themselves out there in the national spotlight you yeah. have to at least believe the premise of what they're saying
2: yeah and i he tried to say something close to that recently When he kind of had his non-apology. Yeah. But it wasn't as eloquently put then. Because even compared... Imagine what Joe Biden looked like during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings and what he looks like today.
0: Way different.
2: He's like... All of a sudden, he's morphed into Skeletor. Yeah. You know, he's... I don't... He has taken the mantle of Skeletor on, away from Nancy Pelosi for what, me. And high-definition TV doesn't help any of those people no. because like
0: 4K and shit, when I'm watching a 4K C-SPAN on my phone and I'm seeing a close-up of Nancy Pelosi, I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> like, I watched I watched a press conference on my TV at home, so it's a, fuck, <laughs> it's a big fucker. You know, you've been there. So I'm sitting in my living room and I'm watching President Trump and then Mike Pompeo after that and I was <laughs> like, this is like... Have you ever seen the memes when they take Bart Simpson and they show you what he would look like in real life? No. You uh, gotta look that up on your I've computer. Seen You've months. seen that's fucking yeah. scary, right? Yeah. That's what it's like. That's what it reminded me of. Look that up. Cause that's what it reminds me of is like you think what someone looks like, you see a picture. Whoa. So that's what that reminds me of If anyone watching Go and look that up right now What Bart Simpson would look like Whoa. in real life And that's what that reminds me of When I was watching them on my TV at home
2: I gotta put that away Some Terrible you can't on, yep. C.
0: on C-SPAN on a White House broadcast I was like that's not good They uh, look really bad They just look
2: like shit So it's not good It's um, like well when we watch the hearings yeah. you, you see some of those senators And stuff like that Have like 300 point font on on their Stacks. talking points, so they can so they can read it. Horrible. You go, what is going on here? Yeah, thank and, God for high def. And to the credit, and just just in
0: full transparency, when Brett Kavanaugh happened, when the you know, when the confirmation hearings were happened, I was like pretty convinced, you know, because I felt very. Str- I mean, I don't know if you remember, I felt very strongly yeah. at the time. Like, I don't know why this woman would come and testify in front of Congress if she's fucking lying. Like, I just. I live my life honestly, especially since I read that Jordan Peterson book. Like, I used to lie a lot when I was a kid. So, when I became an adult and I started to kind of get that karma back, I was like, I should really be honest in my life because this is fucking with me. Especially once I read that Jordan Peterson book, I'm like, I just don't lie. I don't lie about anything anymore. Mm -hmm. I just don't do it, you know? So, living my life that way, I couldn't imagine why someone would lie about something so fucking serious, you know? So, so serious. You know who JVP is, right? Jordan Peter? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: I think he might be a little bit of a shell, but.
0: Oh We'll, we'll okay. talk about that Yeah That's a whole nother episode Alright We got a whole nother deal Coming back So um
2: <clears throat> Turn spot
0: <laughs> Yeah So either way I took a lot of stuff From that book That he wrote right And one of the things Was just being honest Was just yeah. Just be honest Or at least don't lie So I just I just don't lie You know I don't lie anymore I don't lie about Small things Big things I'm just honest Just not cost me life insurance Because I said That I did cocaine Within the last five years Said they couldn't Give me life insurance Because I was like
1: Really
0: I don't Yeah I It was I'm Before my son is born Like a whole deal Deal, yeah but i just was honest because i was like well i should be honest about yep. my health you know denied life insurance it was a whole deal yeah oh, so shit. whole deal bro <laughs> Did, were you able to attain another source of? I had this was right before this happened, so I haven't <laughs> no. looked for another company, and it was like right before all this happened. But I'm going to, and I'm well, I don't know. It's documented now, but I, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, on it's on the internet. Is,
1: embellishing but, the truth is yeah. lying, though. and that's,
0: that's right. this woman. She, when I was talking to her, she's like, "Well, you're like you don't have to disclose that," and I was like, "But I don't." You're telling me that I should not be honest about what like this, and I'm like, this and is that the just lady? the she the woman on the phone said when you apply for someone else, like you don't have to tell them, you know, like it's blah blah. blah. And I was like, I just don't morally that doesn't wash with me. And I was like, and this you're not your problem, no. you know. I was like, but I just don't like. Or maybe we should. It doesn't change. look like I have a choice yeah. now if I want fucking life insurance. But <laughs>
1: interesting that your personal moral standpoint may be a hindrance towards.
0: Getting Being fucking life insurance, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Taking care of my family and my yeah. son, yeah. My wife, and my son, when I die. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird, right? Super, really, not really real. weird. And I even it's so, it's so not. I have a history even younger than that of like troubling, having troubles with pills, right? Mm-hmm. And I just don't really take them anymore because I just don't fuck with. Them. It's not my thing anymore. Told this woman said so. Because she said to me, she said, like, pills and, like, marijuana, she's like, those things, they just raise your premium. You know, I said, mm-hmm. so what you're saying to me, right? I said, because I'm a white man in America. I said, so, like, statistically, I'm more likely to become addicted to pills than I am to cocaine. I said, especially if I already have had troubles in the past. I said, so even though... I'm more likely to become addicted to pills and therefore die from my addiction to pills. If I was doing that, all that's going to do is raise my premiums. But because I have done cocaine long ago, I'm completely denied. And she said, well, it's really because so many people are doing that. You know, she said,
1: yeah, drugs, drugs, mental health, all all these things are stigmatized. in our Yeah, so even
0: even though statistically, they're more likely to pay out because of my pill usage in the past. It's the cocaine usage that it has no chance of occurring any longer. That's what denies me life insurance. Yeah. Isn't I that mean, interesting?
1: Cocaine is comparative to whatever type of pills, I'm assuming. Some type of... Opioid.
0: Oxys, dog. Yeah, yeah, oxys. Opioids. Extremely mm. addictive. The, Super addictive. Yeah. I mean,
1: ridiculous. Yeah. Weird. The cocaine, I you could be Multiple like, people. Yeah, uh, you could be like... Okay, I had a good time, and yeah. you know what You're I'm saying. Just a little boobie <laughs> yeah. sugar. Yeah.
2: <sighs> Isn't that interesting? There's a dude down at the Verizon store, I swear to God, um, that has one of them. And it's probably just a decorative thing because some people in certain walks of life decide that's a thing. But the old school 80s coke nail on the pinky. Oh, they got a little scoop. That's <sighs> gross, but funny. Right? right? Well, he probably doesn't have it. He probably doesn't long. have it f- <laughs> Yeah, well, he probably has he probably it, for does it for a Coke nail. <laughs> See, yeah. I kinda feel like maybe this is just too much of a benefit of the doubt, but maybe that's just due to where he lives, the people he hangs out with it's one of those like you know, he's a little cooler if he does it, or he you know, he gives him a little bit more credit or who in knows, my maybe? experience maybe. maybe in my experience
0: in the field. People don't generally
2: do things like
0: that just for fun, you know. Usually, if you got something like that,
2: it's Dude, because like for a reason. You it know? is 2020. There are like what? 900 vendors now. I'm not going to make assumptions that a dude's it's doing coke.
3: Just, it's just really obvious that not enough people have offered calling drugs.
2: <laughs> this is true. I'm willing to accept <laughs> uh, certain right. conditions. That's all right. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> like, you want to talk That's DMT hilarious. or mushrooms, we'll talk. But I don't, I'm not into, like, so, heroin. I- sugar, I would feel, I've had a heart attack in my life, and I have some <laughs> adrenaline problems. I don't feel like cocaine would be a smart additive. Aminos to my, are enough for you. Yeah, aminos are good. Yeah. I'm good with caffeine and aminos well, and nicotine. That's fine.
0: I'll eat mushrooms with you anytime you want anytime. to eat mushrooms. We're gonna you. go to Colorado so, real soon. Um, we don't have to go to Colorado to get mushrooms Colin. We live in Washington. <laughs> don't is the home don't be mushrooms? ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Terence Terrence McKenna from here? I have no idea, but there's a lot of mushrooms here. You don't have you to know, go Terrence to another McKinney's? state.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's from Washington. I think he's from Cali.
2: Cali. Yeah. It's definitely, but it's still Northern California, Oregon, Washington, parts Idaho, that Montana-ish, that kind of you know northwestern region is like the perfect environment for yeah. fungi. So I just kind of make sure. I just kind of assume. You know, we had cows growing up. I'm sure there was. Freaking psilocybin mushrooms grown Because I know there was mushrooms growing out of them cow pies when I was a kid. I just didn't know what they were. I can tell you. Um, we used to just use them to lose traction in our goat cart when we were kids so we could roll it, test out the roll cage. Some few uh, some
1: yeah. benzies Ooh, Yeah. Some cows.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you for sure. Um, I'm when I was
0: a kid, I I'm ate interested. a lot of mushrooms that I probably shouldn't have ate that, like, friends found in the woods. Most of them get you fucked up at least a little, <laughs> you know. Like they'll, that'll, and that's not. You
2: shouldn't do that. It's no. really bad. But and I watched the movie once. But it's it that simple. The is kind die. of what I'm saying. It,
0: certainly, it can be that simple to die too. But I, what I, my my point is, yes, is that they're prevalent enough that you don't need to go to another state. You very can well. in our very own county. You can.
1: Oh yeah, almost that reminds me. The western percent. half of the United States. Yeah, you know, everywhere. Good. Anywhere it's in where the world it's kind of you can get humid, things. right? Yeah, yeah, almost everywhere.
0: People grow them, too, in their house. That's a thing. Like, in, like, tubs and shit. That's a whole thing. Yeah, because you don't It's need, an industry, bro. You don't really need light it's to, to grow them. mushrooms. No. My grandpa used to own a mushroom farm. I saw- I went this there once as a kid. Off topic as fuck, but mm-hmm. I saw once on That's on Vice we um, that <gasps> there was, like, a person- I don't remember what show it was, but they used to just go to different people's houses that were making drugs and shit, and they all had masks on, Oh, you know? yeah. And um, this dude had just- tubs and tubs and tubs of mushrooms in different phases in a storage thing in one room in his house that yeah and he was like these ones are this and these oh, ones are this know. and these ones are this all in different heights and shit have you shit drying and fucking have you listened to those
2: episodes rogan with the mushroom guy oh yeah bro too. Yeah, yeah. that dude yeah. got me convinced the mushrooms hamilton are the key or whatever his i can't remember his name hamilton but, yeah, morris he wore that uh he the first episode he was on he wore a hat made out of like some kind of mushroom. Yeah. and it, Yeah, he's super yeah. interesting. It's like a Paul Stamets. Is that what his name is?
0: Was that a different problem I'm going
2: to have to look it up now. You're going to make me look this up. I, it's I hate like my, Hamilton, my own Jamie, It's bro. like
0: Hamilton
1: somewhere. He does all the thing with the
0: Hamilton about?
2: Morris um, does...
0: A thing on there, and that might have been his show that I was watching. He does Paul Stemmets, he so. a, yeah, a pharmacopoeia, right? Of, right, of drugs, yeah. So it probably yeah. was that show that I was
2: watching. If he's talking <laughs> to those people, he does all manner of them. He like, used to watch that shit all the time, but yeah, yeah. thanks to that guy, I'm super into mushrooms now. That yeah. four sigmatic company that makes all them mushroom drinks. I, yeah, dude, I go through those mushroom drinks. Um like for nootropics, pack,
0: yeah. like for your brain and stuff, not to keep oh, your There's some.
2: And not even like like the four sigmatic stuff is all about like just brain health and um yeah, genics. Yeah, nootropics, yeah, bro. Nootropics. There you go. Yeah. Stuff that helps regrow neurons and grow new neurons Pretty and stuff radicals, like that. Free
1: radicals, things, things of that yeah. nature. and your, we're talking like cells.
2: chaga mushrooms, lion mane, which grows naturally in the Olympic rainforest, by the way. Hmm. Um, Chickens Those and hams kind of and so, yeah. uh, morels. Like Tracy goes hunting for
0: morels all yeah. the time. I know a lot of people Trace do. Tracy Bowles is a morel king, bro. He knows all
2: the spots. But I am so gun-shy about any kind of mushroom. Because there's some, I've seen oh, too many. I mean, Morels are, are pretty straight up, I think. I mean, yeah, they pretty. They definitely have a different like a tree shape. You, know? like, yeah. you remember Mike, the, yeah. the guy, yeah, my predecessor? He goes shrooming all the time. Yeah. Whenever he does, you should he brings me. Just talk to Tracy, some.
0: bro. Tracy will show you spots. Tracy, Tracy just be out there with his dog. Trace balls? Shit. Yeah. Mm. Just out there of, with
2: his man, dog.
1: She's going to some good shrooms yes. for Tracy. my
0: diet. Tracy, yeah, just takes out his, his dog, Blue, and then just go walking out in the woods and shit. And he
2: we'll say that is a cool-ass dog. When Dude, he's Blue's in there on the weekends, dog. he's a good dog. Yeah,
0: Blue's a great dog.
2: Yeah. We used to work together, FYI, if you didn't know. So we know a lot of the same people. Yeah, Blue's you great You told people.
1: me a
0: little bit. Okay. I don't
2: so, know. in closing, Indeed. on Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, have, I have... Oh, what you got? More right, Joe Biden um, news. That was what we had initially wanted to talk about, was the Tara Reid allegations, all this good stuff now. Yes. But it's a complete fallacy. Probably, you think that the I don't. The I don't have an opinion either way. I'm just I interested. I don't. Judging by yeah. the way that they just kind of died off at this point, it's not a thing that we're dealing with anymore in the real world.
1: But like, why is you, that think the that case? Why? you think that it's why you think that it's not a why true allegation. Just die. It doesn't because matter Because the media, the media doesn't want it
2: to live. Because yeah. the media doesn't
1: want it to live.
2: Certainly, that's my huh. my case. Because they want. There's they have such. Trump derangement syndrome. They're willing to, you know, the weird thing about the media, because okay, all of this aside, all this stuff that we've talked about with Joe Biden, the media. My personal opinion on all of this stuff is essentially the the fact that the the media narrative, because they have chosen to, they've chosen the side. Do. do you want to hit off? This? Sure. Boomskies. Sorry, I should ask. Sorry. That's right. No, 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 no. The the what we think of as like the mainstream media now, like the media itself, they have chosen the side in the culture war and they've chosen the side of intersectionality. Yeah. Right. And so they kind of are in this weird spot where they get to essentially control the narrative of this far left, you know, intersectional narrative because they're the only, you know, they're the mainstream. And so whatever they adopt, even though there are, you know, other outlets like Pod Save America or, you know, other progressive outlets, the Young Turks, you know, stuff like that. Oh, the Young Turks. That's not anywhere on a scale like the mainstream media, right? And so even though they get their – You mean like in funding and stuff like that? Just in overall societal and institutional power. Certainly influence, yeah.
0: yeah. Because I think that if like as far as views go, like a lot of the YouTube shows compare to – CNN and shit as far yes. as, like, individual views, but not in yeah. monetary compensation and because as far ads as and shit are
2: mainstream different. mainstream outlets go, CNN is by far the most far left. Yeah. But even ABC, you know, NPR, all, like, all those kind of mainstream MSNBC. things. MSNBC? But the problem is that even though they may lose people along the way, like the Matt Lowers and, and the Charlie Roses and the – Matt uh, Lauer, right? Yeah, Matt Lauer. And, and what was that uh, – Charlie Rose to my man, grandma. He dips from them. Oh, they fired him because yeah, he was accused. Oh, bro. Of he was like sexual assault, rape dildos him. as yeah, like
0: gifts and shit at work, and like he had a, he had a, a okay, button. Well, that's yeah. not a surprise. Babe.
1: Okay, yeah, I heard there was some stuff about yeah, him,
0: his babe, sexual I,
1: misbehaviors
0: allegedly. Oh yeah, babe, am I correct in? Thinking that Matt Lauer had a button under his desk that locked his his door in his office, I am re- yeah, I'm remembering that. Yeah, okay. Well, that Matt Lauer surprise, was doing shit. Right. Yeah, general. but he was in that- the in the middle of Me Too around like mm-hmm. before Brett Kavanaugh, but around yeah. that time in the main sweep of oh, Me Too, Matt Lauer got swept up.
1: Those that- people actively suppressed the whole Epstein oh, yes, shit.
0: F- fucking for yes. show. They, yeah. Which is if okay, Epstein if isn't the king suppr- of Me
1: Too, if you're gonna suppress a uh, a pedophile. Going to uh, keep your own uh, weird shit quiet. Extremely connected pedophile. What what else are you willing to suppress? That's like the biggest, biggest everything news story of all. Yep.
2: Like your own darkness, yeah. certainly. When, if you're when James had O'Keefe, else's. Project Veritas, dropped that, what was it? I think it was ABC at the time, right? I Think so. Yeah. That that footage of A- Amy. I can't. Amy Rohrbach. Uh, Amy Rohrbach. Thank Have you. You seen that video? Yeah, I think so. Where probably. she's.
1: Uh, she's talking about, talking about, about the Epstein, Epstein. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: like they have that much power to squash stuff like that, and then continue to carry but, on to be the powerhouses they are, right? right. And, and that's what I'm talking with the about.
1: Royal, royal family, exactly. Right. Right. Fucking you need that royal interview, yeah.
2: But that's kind of my We're whole all
1: German, by the way.
2: My whole thing <laughs> with this, this media, this giant, massive media thing, right? They. Whether or not it's a conspiracy where they're all in it together or it's just kind of due to the nature of what they are and how they do things and they more or less operate independently on the same road. Yes, connected by darkness, I think is a good way to put it. Like they get to manipulate that far left intersectional narrative and to decide what matters and what doesn't. And so when we get to a point with this Tara Reid situation where this is something that just needs to go away. It The reason it didn't go away right off the bat or it just the reason it came to light to begin with is because they didn't have the power to squash it now because things like the videos that come out during the riots that we're seeing all this happen to come out via social media and it becomes a news story. This wasn't well, a new story presented to us by the mainstream. And I heard, really came out on her own. I would wow. add that Donald Trump's
0: That's media presence is
2: pretty – has is fairly
0: influential, not so strong as the mainstream media, but the presence that he cares, because he bolstered the shit out of that Tara Reed story. Him and everyone who loves Donald Trump oh, were yeah, trying yeah. to boost that thing as much as they could. And I think that that plays a factor in that, that he's like, nah, fuck that. We're going to put this shit out there. And everyone was yep. trying to put it out there. You know what I'm but saying? But ultimately...
2: On that side, I mean, Nobody's talking up. about it anymore. Certainly. Because, because know, they yeah. have chose that this is something that they just needs to go away. Well, and so they get to do that. And so yeah. well, all them people about- like Me Too's and stuff don't – it doesn't matter anymore because the media narrative decides that that doesn't belong in that category. We don't need to talk about it because of whatever reasons they have to do that and move on. And it's just a really interesting point. I didn't mean to like squash over no, what no, you're no, talking no, about. No, but that's my – I just feel like that that institutional corruption – Within the mainstream media, or what we dub as the mainstream media, but the problem is it's not necessarily an institution because it's multiple different entities. Right, but they're all going the same direction, so it's weird, and you can't necessarily tackle it right away. Yeah, but that's part of the problem, and that's why I think Tara Reid disappeared. What do you? Just think? like Epstein. Yeah. What
1: do you? Oh, I think you. I think you're like really close to it. You're like to what to what I think is the truth. Yes, yeah. because
2: it's all uh, opinion.
0: It's all opinion.
1: Yeah, it's all it's all opinion. <laughs> um, We're
0: just two surveyors and a guy who cuts up sheets of <laughs> shit. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> amen.
1: No, it it's like you're you're so close to questioning uh, the the sequence of events. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's almost as if it's it's orchestrated, like
2: it's easy. I think to appear orchestrated, but knowing my argument just on that one is that it's. It's incredibly difficult for me to cross that threshold of it actually being organized to it appearing well, as well, if it is.
1: You had mentioned yourself that the, there was some institution behind the scenes, and right? You had said that they were connected through the darkness. So I'm um, I'm just curious what what these <laughs> what these two types of things would be in your minds. What is this? Because it seems as though there yeah. is some some third party outside that is clearly manipulating. <laughs> Both of the things.
0: What do you think? What are you... What are you saying?
4: Like,
1: uh, you, I'm, yeah. I'm asking you because you guys were hinting that it, it seems as though it's... Well, because this is true.
2: Because um, I, I by outward appearance, it's easy. You, like, you can't discount it. Yeah. You can't discount it because can't what discount, are the coincidences? Discount what, though? That's what I'm exactly. saying. But I'm, some,
1: I'm trying to get you... <laughs>
2: And I what like this guy. Is, <laughs> it's the sub layer that when I'm talking about like right when I was talking about these different. Do you think just like a societal level almost like no, that? They just operate on the same. Maybe that's a possibility, mm-hmm. right? That would be, I think, to me, like a benefit of the doubt type of thing where you remove all, of, you know, if you just put your trust in people and you assume that there's not a bunch of malicious shit happening in the background, you can kind of say, well, there's possibilities that it is all just coincidence that that's what they're doing. But okay, if, well, if you're making a stretch to say that it's all coincidence, it's also just as open that there could be something could be pulling the strings in the background. This is a great podcast we're doing. Well, so, the problem is is you can't disprove it. So let me you postulate because this. Yeah, and so, the motives of those, multi, those media companies have been dark for a but, very but long you time. You had
1: hinted on the motive Previously, you were like, "Oh, it seems as though it's seem it's."
2: Why are they all going down it's that? It's going path?
1: away from this thing, uh, mm-hmm. this Me Too movement, this huge, mm-hmm. this huge promulgated ideology in uh, in our Western American privileged society that's replete through it. like everyone talks, but it's it's everywhere, and it it's the narrative got switched like instantly. It just disappears. And then it's gone. And it's gone. And it's
2: even with the full thing. power of like the even, Trump machine going, it still disappeared. Oh, all,
1: all the people who are like, you know, Trump is racist and you know, he, he he's never said a one hundred percent I'm I'm not even a fan of uh, Donald Trump. I'm just gonna say that. But like he he hasn't said anything. Extremely outwardly racist, directly. Okay, he said. Okay, these are shithole countries. Maybe that's his fucking opinion. Said you know some I mean? shitty
0: stuff. He said, yeah. some, he's just a he bad said some fucked up things.
1: He never said something outwardly racist, in my opinion. But what was it? Two days ago, fucking Biden was talking to Charlemagne. Oh, guy, oh uh, yes. In interview, and he's like, if you're if you're voting if you're voting for Trump, then you're, you're not black. Ain't black. <laughs> yeah, black. Okay. No well, good. Well, well why is a white man telling a black person about his blackness? Exactly! Well, but th- yeah. And this is this whole platform that they're supposedly running against and, and not the racism and... Have you seen it? It doesn't make sense. I at have all. seen
0: it, and I also thought it was interesting. I think that I was watching Ben Shapiro, and he had like a small compilation of different people on like left media, like mainstream mm-hmm. media, that were like, you know, his apology is good. Like, you know, we're just going to like move on. Like, that seems Justify. really weird. Like, Justify. I don't, far be it for me to tell any mm-hmm. black person how they should feel about what he said, but that seems really weird that it's like, Oh well, you know, like not that big of a deal. He said he was sorry. Racist. See it just seems weird. And I'm not I'm not questioning anyone. Like I said, far be it for me to tell anyone <laughs> how to feel, but it seems racist. very weird <laughs> it's, that it's like yeah. not that big of a deal because cool. it does strike me
2: as pretty fucking racist. But yeah. you know. And again, not to defend Trump, because I am not a Trump fan by any stretch of the imagination whatsoever, but like, the creation of this term that we, we all refer to now as like dog whistling it's dog whistling to, the, to the, the white nationalists, dog whistling to racists, it's dog whistling here, that means that you're trying to Insinuate that The words that he said Even though they don't it's Double speak Outward yeah. It's double speak It's 1984 double speak He's yeah. actually being racist When he says this stuff Even though it just sounds Like a dumb Ignorant thing to say but, You know He's actually racist This is actually A dog whistle to racism Right Whereas Joe Biden On What's it called The Breakfast Club Breakfast with Club With Charlemagne the God Yeah Yeah He just said No, no If all I'm saying, if, you, if you're black and you vote for Trump, you know, you ain't really black. Well, especially – That is racist, 100%. That's, a, that's, a, that's not a even raci- a dog whistle. That's a racist
1: statement, 100%. 100%.
2: Especially
0: with as many people Damn, I gotta like, came too. out and said, you know, like, oh, it was a joke. Like, it was obviously just like a joke that fell flat, you know, which I thought was interesting because of how many times supporters, of, supporters of Donald Trump have said, well, he was obviously joking, you know. And they're oh. like – Everyone looks like that's bullshit. He's not joking. It's like that's that's but the same can, thing that you guys have been. You, can't you know, say
1: those types of things in this day and age because now we're living in a day where you see a meme or a fucking gif, and then that's that's your fucking political ideology right there.
0: Yeah, there's
1: and you don't just yeah. you don't look two ways about it. We have the vast majority um, of the people are just they just see a meme or a gif or disguised this way, and then then that's it, and that's a little little cut up. Obstruction, little piece of life that was perfectly implemented. Yeah. Just to sway your opinion.
0: One way or the other. We have struggled um, personally as a company being stuck on like blacklists on Twitter just from using. We first started, we're using hashtags all over the place just to try and get as many people as we could to yeah, find so our post, like attach you know.
1: yourself um, out there, you know.
0: And we postulate. We don't, I, I ran my own experiment, so it's just, it's a small sample size. I can't say anything for sure, right? But once I started to notice that I felt like we weren't being seen by that many people compared to how many followers we had, I was like, I wonder if it has to do with our hashtags. So I did a thing for like two months, oh, I think. It absolutely does. Where I, I, I switched back and forth. One week I would do a bunch of conservative hashtags and one week i would do a bunch of progressive hashtags sure as shit the pictures and the posts that had more left-leaning hashtags were seen more because more people were liking them more people are we had my buddy isaiah on. So nice. we we're asking him yeah. and i was like oh i'm doing this all the time and he, he follows us on instagram he's like i don't think i've even seen a post from you guys in like a month and I said, I, so being, at least you're once a week.
1: Being, you're, you're, you guys are being shadow banned.
0: Being yeah. caught so in their caught algorithm. The algorithm. Yeah, just because of the, the hashtags we were yeah, using, because, you know. Okay, so yeah.
1: at, there's this there's clear, when we're we going to talk about Trump and censorship and I shit? was like, there's a
2: okay. clear yeah. segue. There's, there's,
1: yeah. there's clear censorship that's being happened just, just from the hashtags that you guys are Certainly. putting towards the things mm-hmm. that you guys want. 100%.
2: <laughs>
0: And it's not like, you know, I'm not doing anything like hashtag KKK, like there are, you know, hashtag Second Amendment, hashtag free speech, like things that are generally modern day considered conservative ideologies are like, so nothing radical, you know, it's all nothing radical. We're trying to get paid. Mm. So we like, we can't be excluding too many people, you know, so you're just trying
1: to have a rational discussion about these things.
2: Yeah, even just general. And you can't do it. No. You
1: know how scary that is? And it's on,
2: it's on a different level, but this is one of the main reasons. Reason why Joe Rogan took a hundred million dollar from Spotify, it's because if you've if you listen to him rather religiously like I do, you listen and watch his show like you know the problems he has over YouTube, the last few months. Like he has had so many problems with YouTube. Like he won't show any clips, of anything on my show anymore. No. And no, he can't because he can't do he, it. He anymore. loses Just all of his take revenue. Him down, yeah. You know?
0: Or they'll going. take the videos down, and they have to try to repost them and stuff. And yep. it's like
2: a whole, yeah. Why, and why, why can down down Joe and
1: Rogan just have Joe Rogan and do his own goddamn podcast, his own 4K stream. But he's
2: not going to get a hundred million dollar.
0: You know, he yeah, won't. He
1: won't get the platform. When it would
0: cost him a bunch of money, he would have to pay for all those servers and shit to handle all that traffic. Yeah, it would. That's true. He'd have no,
1: to. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't. Think, it, I don't I th- think, I think it think would the be a bad monetary to the point thing. That you can just. You can just release something, and it's the cloud, and yeah. motherfuckers will host it on their server for a little bit or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, part part me you, mean you get don't gotta to have that tangible them. asset yeah. of a server. Yeah, you
0: could probably get people to gang host it. That's well, probably true. Yeah, well, you know what? That's I,
1: how. It, that's how it should be. The real.
0: That's just a very new. I I didn't even think about that. So that's oh, yeah. probably just a very cutting-edge idea, you know, a fucking... Well, I think... As far as regular people's understanding of technology... Oh, yeah, there you go. I'm 25, so I'm pretty tapped into how it works, but I didn't even fucking consider that you could have just fucking a thousand people all gang host it from servers and shit and just Just help other people see from it, like... LimeWire 2.0, baby, yeah. 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 Except it's not gonna rid your computer full of viruses. Exactly. But see, that's the thing.
2: (laughs) I don't... But... (laughs) If, you know, like road. I said, over the last like year, or two years, or something like that, yeah. you can tell how uncomfortable he's gotten with how popular his show really is. And so Especially I think that Bernie thing, there's got to sure. be a thing in the back of his mind that was like, dude, if I just go to Spotify, I am going to lose some of my audience. But that's a good thing for in his mind, right. I think, where it's like, you know, for one. Obviously, he's not going to take a deal where he can't just be himself in his own studio, do the shit, and essentially just give them the licensing rights, do whatever the fuck they want with it. Right? Yeah. He doesn't care. He's not going to lose any money. He does 10 minutes of fucking ad reads before the show every every time, right? He's not in a position to worry about numbers. And if anything, all it does is it pulls a little bit of the fucking spotlight away, maybe. Mm. Some people are super upset at him for doing this, call him in a fucking chill. And I'm going, the dude just got too big and yeah. got really uncomfortable. Hey, and somebody gave p- p- him a hundred million dollars to not to just downsize a little bit. That's cool. And they're probably
0: taking a lot of the worries about infrastructure and stuff. Out of his hands, you know, they're oh, probably yeah. simplifying Jamie's process as far as getting everything together and probably like, just send it here mm-hmm. and we'll fucking handle it from there, you know, like give it a quick little edit on the podcast side, send it on your way and we'll, we'll call it good. I don't, cause I mean, they're posting the podcast immediately after it's
2: airing online. So
0: they mm-hmm. already have to have the ads read way before the podcast was recorded.
2: If Jamie's just slapping it on and then put it out, you know, I think he does them right at the, so as soon as he sits down with somebody and talks. As soon as they leave, it's like, all right, yeah, thanks for coming and, gets and out he here. does that He ads. does the ad reads. And then he also does that little intro, like, yeah, this this episode of the podcast we had on so and so it was okay. like this. That makes sense. Yeah. It's my because,
0: best guess. Because it's this. almost yeah. instantly mm-hmm. that you can get the podcast after mm-hmm. the stream has
2: ended online. You know, yeah. it's a
0: very short it's time. Real quick. So
2: that, that makes Especially sense. the YouTube version of it. Yeah. They do it on YouTube live like that. But right. those are the little things, Alex, that after you spend two years building your own podcast you can. It's kind of like you actors who watch see. movies. You yeah. can. You can. You can hear things. You can yeah. tell when there's certain types of cuts when they when they're fucking around with the audio too much. You know. You learn like what things sound a little sus and like sometimes it's misleading. So, too, so
1: little know, little nuances that yeah, being just yeah. your uh, hobby or whatever, trying to passion. make it my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, More you hustling can, You can see. The difference
2: yeah you do but it for a while I,
1: th- I think you're absolutely right when you're talking about uh rogan he's trying to get away from the youtube yeah. censorship like yeah he's trying to go back because i mean he essentially created the podcast type of medium and it's
2: definitely one of the is. ogs yeah yeah one of yeah
0: i mean it, it was just adam <laughs> curry him was the first yeah adam yeah. curry and then like Carolla. Seth green adam corolla wait and adam then, curry yeah steph adam curry is the basketball player yes okay Adam Curry is the podcast guy. Kevin Smith is also one of the OG podcast guys. He's like one of the originals there. He's after Rogan and after Corolla, but he's one of the Sunday, Jeff, one of the originals. Yeah. From the store. I'm a big, big, big Kevin Smith guy. Big Kevin Smith guy. Okay, yeah. I
1: didn't like uh Tusk
0: Tusk. that much. I, I made him
2: watch it finally. Oh, bro. It's harping, harping Well, I actually haven't finished
0: it. That's one day. of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, That's one of my favorites for real. I don't even understand why. Because it's, 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 it's just I weird. It's very, it's a, very weird it, it's, it's, a a it's very, very weird. It's just
1: like, uh, I don't know.
0: Tusk or I Bone? Tom to talk about about that. I, I do not. I do not fault anyone for not loving Tusk. I know that is a very acquired taste for a movie. <laughs> well, and it's, and it's, well, it's, it's a just, movie. It's pre-
1: predictable for me, and it, it's just like um, it's physically revolting purely for the purpose of being physically revolting. show, sure. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, so the story of this movie, right? Was do you know the story of this movie of Tusk? Um, How it came to be? Yeah, how like the idea and everything. It was like a
1: uh, the dude wrote like the postcard into him or whatever. Yeah, they they they
0: a guy wrote an email to them that he had found this posting for for a room for rent in his local paper, and so in the post in there it said that he wanted – It was similar to the one he finds in the bathroom in the movie that you come and live in this house and it's rent free, but for you know an hour a day you got to act like. Red it said on this thing. it's inst- uh, It said, you can live here for a day, re- or f- as long as you want, rent-free, for an hour a day, you have to wear a walrus costume, act like a walrus, okay, speak I like know. a walrus, right? Okay. That's what this posting yeah, said. This. Just- so they... So they email in and tell Kevin Smith about it, and him and his friend Scott Mosier are laughing, making jokes, blah, blah, blah. And they're just postulating about how ridiculous this is and how it could be a movie, and this is how it would play out, and then this would happen, and this would happen. Like uh-huh. They're making jokes, like, oh, well, we have to – someone needs to make this movie. Someone needs to make a movie, and eventually he just makes it into a movie. And yeah. So it's totally contrived from a, just a, a fucked-up, weird conversation, yeah, that they okay. had on one podcast. So it's it so is totally for the purpose of being fucked up.
2: Yeah. Interesting. But, and I think they even call out what episode that it was on at the end of the, the movie. Wallace the Walrus and the Carpenter.
0: Right?
2: And was that on Tell Them Steve Dave? It was or? on Smodcast. Smodcast. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, Tell Him Steve Dave is just yeah. those guys. That's the store. Yeah. Right. Smodcast uh, is who's Kevin Who's the Smith fucking the guy?
1: Scottie. Who's the guy in the movie? Uh, Justin, Justin Long? Justin Long. Mm-hmm. Man, is he, he's getting typecast. I actually think he's a pretty good actor, but he's yeah. getting really typecast yes. into the really anxious dude like <laughs> yeah. really fucking neurotic <laughs> trying to get shit done you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i'm like yeah he's, i mean it's he's good he's good. good it's good he's doing movies and mm-hmm. stuff but i think uh he's in uh he's in some little netflix uh short documentary right mm-hmm. now which is, jason like, long
0: justin long justin long
1: yeah. yeah he was in like uh shenanigans and then was gone i don't know
0: Live oh Day yeah, Hard. that was a good movie. Waiting. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I like that shit. Who was he in this Live? Free Die Hard. I forget about that. <laughs> he was like uh He was like a boyfriend or something like that. Some, like he's one maybe, of the main characters in Live Free yeah. Die Hard. That's also a Kevin Smith directed movie. He's the coder.
2: The Coder. Of course he's the Coder. So yeah, there's there a typecast right there. He was an accepted something like
0: Some Girls Boyfriend? Galaxy Quest. Flight. Yeah,
2: he's the oh, young shit. nerd in Galaxy Quest.
0: Um, Jalen Silent Bob Reboot. He's also in oh, he Zack and Mary Make a Porno, which is also a Kevin Smith directed movie. He plays yeah, okay, Brandon St. That, Randy. That's a really good movie. Yeah. That's so he's a be, part of that club. Oh, dude, Brandon St. Randy, that's got to be one of the best roles he's ever done.
2: Brandon St. <laughs> Randy. Oh, my God. That's true. That's <laughs> dude, so, so over So good. He did three episodes of Drunk History, apparently. Yeah. He was in three of them. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. great show.
1: But I, I didn't finish... Uh, yeah,
2: no, go I ahead. Sorry. I didn't,
1: I didn't finish uh Tusk. Uh, how's it? Oh. End? He, like, kills him or something? I'm, so, I'm
0: assuming he yeah, kills... Yeah, so in the end of Tusk, he does... So in the end of Tusk, um the old guy, whatever the fuck his name
2: is in real life... Perfectly cast, he, by the way. He, he okay, dons... Okay, he was super Yeah, Michael Parks, that's what yeah. his
0: name is. Um So he dons his own walrus suit. Yeah. <laughs> And they fight to the death. He says that Mr. Tusney, they have to fight <laughs> okay. to the death, right? Maybe I should have said it. Yeah. So, so, do you want me to stop or do you want me to no, keep, keep going,
1: going keep okay, going. Okay, so
0: <laughs> they fight to the death, right? Spoiler alert. After Justin Long has killed Michael Parks, he has gone so deep mentally that he has, he is a walrus. He cannot. Turned back into Okay, so it just got finally broken. So they take him. Fuck. And at the end of the movie, he's living in a zoo. In a small enclosure, right? Where his girlfriend and fucking, what's his face with the baby face? Haley Joel Osmond, right? Haley Joel Osmond and Justin Long's girlfriend are going to the zoo. They have this fish, and it's just them, and they have like this newspaper, and they get to the edges thing, unwraps this fish. Wallace! <laughs> if she throws this fish out and he comes out, he comes out of this that's little igloo thing. Yep, and he <sniffs> eats this fucking fish and they're just bawling. They're Damn, just crying. Sad music comes up. on, it ends, the that's camera fucked up It's oh, dark, man. bro. Finish that movie. Dark.
1: That's a fucked up yeah. ending.
0: Dark as fuck. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna go unlock these dogs and home. I want to blast him. Auto blast him, dude. It's yeah, yeah. I think that Seriously.
0: I think there's a moment um, where they consider it um, because they go in there with the inspector in that movie, the detective. That's Johnny Depp. You know that the detective in that in Tusk. Tusk is Johnny Depp. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, in mad prosthetics and makeup. Oh, what's up, funny? Yeah, um, and then the two girls that work in oh. the two girls that work in the gas station that he goes to are hey Yody, come on, dude. Are Johnny Depp's daughter and Kevin Smith's daughter? Dude, what's up, buddy? Yeah, what's what are you doing, on, man?
1: You chill with me all the time, dude. What's yeah, going on? We
0: being so sassy, bro.
4: Hey.
1: i play with him all the time that work. got him loud mouth bro chihuahuas that's all i'm saying you're
0: good
2: I'm trying to take care of the dog situation you're good. good
0: yeah so the two girls that work in the gas station that kevin's or that justin long stops at are kevin smith's daughter and johnny depp's daughter um and, really? Yes. Interesting. And, and they're like best friends in real life, and that's why Johnny Depp is in that movie. And so Johnny Depp, Haley Joel Osment, and the girlfriend find Justin Long. They think about killing him. They end up not killing them, and then it cuts, and then they go to, like, they're walking the zoo. All so, right.
1: I guess I'm going to have to finish you got to
0: finish it, bro. If, if you can't, I, I that
1: just, I just don't like, uh, I just, um personally, I just don't like stuff that's, like, super gory. That's for, like, totally no gratuitous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: I... I
2: Your bone tomahawk.
0: Dark. Dark.
1: Bone tomahawk.
0: That's a pretty good movie, though, is, though, but it is mad fucked up. It's a Western movie. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good, but it's it's like there's like, like some.
1: Like how fucked up?
0: Like cannibals. <laughs> like a guy. There's is a dude who gets split in half. Upside like down. Yeah. To just, just him. chop him it's, right in half. It's cannibals you, and you shit. You see
1: like everything. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, it's and all pretty. All it's pretty, okay, nasty. pretty. It's pretty savage. Bad. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty savage. Oh, it's just uh, br- our British movie uh, Killist. Killist. Um,
2: that sounds really familiar. Yeah.
1: It's about It's about a Hitman. Oh, it's a really fucked up movie. But, um, you know how movies they is cut away when, like, something's gonna get really bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, dude has a hammer. Well, he's, he's, like, fighting a guy, and he finally gets, like, his head down against the table, and he has a hammer, and, um, <laughs> he goes, you know, the first time, and he, uh, it it cuts, but then it cuts to the hammer um, into like the edge of the table, like he's intimidating oh him. shit, he's like intimidating him, and then he he goes back and it's the same exact thing, and you, right right when you think it's gonna cut, it doesn't cut, and then it's just oh, ha- right ha-
0: hammered there. to the dome,
1: <laughs> really bad. <laughs> One of the most fucked up
0: things I've seen, <laughs> to be honest. That'll get you banned off the internet right there. Yeah, well, that <laughs> will get you censored from the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, ooh. Oh Colin. It's brutality. So do you want to do you want to keep talking about this? Do you want to move on to race relations? Do you what do you
2: Well we didn't really necessarily talk about the executive order. Yeah. Maybe just real quick um, I read through it a couple times and earlier this week, while you're looking that up, Donald yes.
0: Trump, um, posted something on Twitter about like voter fraud in regards to mail in ballots, ballots yeah. um, which is something I think we should talk about another day because we just quickly, right? As far as verification. I actually had a ballot sent back to me like two years ago because my signature wasn't close enough to the one that I have originally. My signature is mad inconsistent. It's like it just doesn't look good. It just is what it is. So, yeah, I had one sent back to me, and I had to verify my signature and then send it back again. Interesting. So it does happen. That does happen. I don't know how often. I know that happened to me one time, but it does happen. You know, take that for what it is. What did you have Uh, to verify your signature? I just had to do my signature again. Because so there's they use the signature you have on file, I think, with the Department of Licensing. I think that's what they compare it to. Mm-hmm. And so you sign the ballot and then at some point in the process they compare that to your signature in the Department of Licensing. And mine's super inconsistent. It's it's just initials and then all these scribbles. And so my scribbles apparently look different on my ballot that time than they do on my license. I don't fucking know. I just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I had to do my signature again when they sent it back to me on a separate sheet of paper.
2: That's so weird. I did
0: my signature again, maybe even twice. I might have done it twice. Um, and then I put that in, in the thing and sent it back again. Weird. So That's never happened
2: to me. I've
0: never had to That's do that either. That's interesting.
2: Other. Well, maybe you just got somebody that was super concerned. Like I, like I said, I can't attribute
0: to how often it happens. I just, I know it happened to me one time. I don't know how often it does. I know that my signature in particular, very inconsistent. So I'm not totally surprised, you know? It's not good. It's not actual. Like, if you well, looked at it, of, you couldn't tell it's what kind
1: my... Of odd is people's uh, signature handwriting generally it doesn't change, like, at all throughout their whole lives. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah.
0: And I write different now than I did when I was younger because I was told that my handwriting just was, wasn't good. So I mm-hmm. write, like, in all capital letters now. And when I was a kid, I didn't.
2: Um, well, do you have a thing where if you're not really thinking about it and you're just scribbling notes or something like that, do you write the same as if you're intentionally, like, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about what you're writing? Um, no, I'll write much bigger. Like, here, I wrote that down really quickly and this mm-hmm. is stuff that i wrote this morning you Man, know that's still pretty consistent like, so, I mean, compared to like my chicken scratch that's pretty good yeah i can so read that like, yeah i wrote
0: that's just brett yeah, I wrote that down just so i remember to do those episodes but mm-hmm. yeah these are all notes like that i wrote down this morning when i was watching the news and stuff This is all stuff from work so this is a little more quickly too but that's also with like a bigger pen than mm-hmm. when this is so i'm like jealous
2: that's pretty I don't nice know. That <laughs> it's pretty really nice small i too. have
1: absolutely terrible so, handwriting thank so. you so, and then, like it, that's part of my profession is to have
2: yeah. good <laughs> <head> <laughs> And I don't. It's one of the struggles everybody has to work with in that industry. So do you have the executive order there? Oh yeah. All right. What you got? So the executive order that was signed on Friday by the President Trump essentially does, uh, I think, three or four different things. Okay. And it's targeted toward that bill we reference in the. Oh right. Sorry, because I didn't show. even
0: finish. She tweeted something about mail-in ballots, and they oh, put yes. they put a fact check on the bottom of his tweet. And that That said, you know, if you want more information about this and this and this, look here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think, is what really triggered all this. Because he's been was not happy about that. He's been at war with social media for a while. We lies all the time. Homeboy lies all the time. All the time. Like all the time. Like every day. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I would challenge you to find a day where he doesn't (laughs) say (laughs) some kind of lie at
0: some point. Okay. So executive order. Yeah.
2: So anyways, this all comes out and it's targeting a section of the Communications Decency Act. Section 230, which, you know, in broad strokes, you know, speaks to, and we've talked about this before. We yeah. talked about uh, net neutrality and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but what it does is it provides kind of a, uh, a shield against liability for online platforms that offer essentially, you know, this is a a publishing platform for you to do whatever you want to do. We have our rules that you have to abide by because this is our platform. But we are not an editorial outlet like that of, say, Daily Wire or Daily Sun. Yeah. Yeah. They're not a publisher. They do not have editorial control over what goes on. But the president's Assumption or his assertion is that we need to beef up Section 230 of that act to include essentially what social media has brought into this, you know, the stuff we were alluding to earlier about shadow banning and stuff getting caught in algorithms. They have to disclose – they would have to disclose all these different things and they would have to – they would open themselves up to legal liability. And so essentially, I don't he's is calling, because <laughs> he can't, he can't pass a law like this, right? right? So what he's doing is he's calling on various departments of his administration to prevent, prevent or present a proposal to the FCC and the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, to create these, these laws and these regulations. They won't and, be laws. They'll be regulations. And
0: we should clarify that because there's a lot of people, many adults, many children, many everybody that, are under the impression that an executive order is a law. Yes. And the moment that Donald Trump signs it, you can't do that anymore and now it is what it is. Um <clears throat> so an exec, like you said, an executive can't just make a law himself. He does yeah. he's not he's not even the legislative branch he doesn't get to write law. He can like work with people, have a law crafted, shit like that. But mm-hmm. as far as it's an executive order, is he is formally requesting that something be done. You know Or
2: he's demanding Demanding the, is probably yeah, yeah better. He is demanding that Departments under his authority take such action and is here, like it says, within 60 days, the Secretary of Commerce, the attorney, you know, working with the Attorney General, the National Telecommunications Infrastructure Administration, the NTIA, along with the Federal Communications, FCC and the FTC to present these regulations essentially to Congress. They need to do some research. Get some reports about trying to determine the facts on the ground of what these algorithms and what these shadow banning things are doing, what kind of narratives are being suppressed, who's being suppressed this whole nine yards, and then essentially put it up to the FCC so that they can create regulations or recommend them to Congress to become statute, which they would include in this bill. And in the executive order, they lay out five specific points that they want to add to that section 230. So he's essentially asking his department to come up with recommendations to Congress to add these to Section 230. What are and they? They increase scrutiny over user-based ba- user on the other users that choose to follow or their interactions with those who they follow. So essentially you can't be – if you have a Twitter account and you got a bunch of white supremacist followers, they can't pull you because of that. Word. It's not your fault. Right, you know, it's essentially it's removing that the actual editorial control that we would think of for a newspaper, but on yeah. a broad scale, like like we've seen happen with Twitter and Facebook and all, all intellectual dark web, people get
0: painted into corners because yes. of people that use their rhetoric as a key for something else, you know, yeah.
2: and Joe Rogan and shit like that. We've seen that type of stuff happen oh, yeah. to people as simple as Joe. And yeah, they have one uh, specifically looking at the algorithms. They have another one that um, you know. Com- Differential policies allowing the otherwise perm- impermissible behavior when commented by accounts associated with the CCP, so the Communist Chinese Party, because they have definitely infiltrated a lot into social media. Fuck the We've CCP, seen, bro. I've seen it. I follow a couple people that are on the CCP on my account yeah. because they're always touting their new shit about their built road projects and all really? that good stuff, right? Um, you know, and so it's stuff like that that's targeted in this executive order. Um, so we won't really know anything for a couple months about what it could be doing, but this is stuff that will be happening in the background over the next couple months. How does that sit with you? I'm, I'm mixed. I'm mixed about it. Yeah. Um, you know, my libertarian side is saying these are private companies. They get to do whatever they want. And then at the same time you go, but the vast, I mean, all of was it the vast vast majority of interaction that happens online happens on these platforms but I'm not okay with the government coming in and saying how they have to run their businesses yeah I do also at the at the same time understand like Dave Rubin has been trying to launch a tech a, a tech company called locals dot com for individual creators that have there's nothing nobody can touch them on there it's their own website essentially and the the only rules they're enforcing are the 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 legal free speech laws and that's it. you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And but the problem is for as big as those companies have gotten, you know, it's not necessarily a monopoly, but in in real life, you and I aren't going to be able to create a tech company that rivals Twitter and fucking Facebook. It's just never going to happen. So gotta, I mean like I'm none I'm of the windows now, yeah. You know, I don't think this is a a problem you can necessarily solve with legislation. I don't think it is. He's doing that because that's one of the tools he has in his toolbox. But, you know, until there is room for another private company to essentially just act as a legitimate free speech zone, you know, nobody's going to – but unless you get away from the ad model –
1: Why would a private company have to act as a free speech zone? They don't have
2: to. That's the thing. They they don't. So they
1: should have zero regulation, to be perfectly honest. But I mean I mean on the face yeah, where you out on the that? face of it so that's how it should be. But mm-hmm. uh as a society, uh humanity as a whole, we've become so entrenched within social media the internet it's, it's a whole other consciousness that we yeah. res- have a whole relationship with whether we like it or not. You yeah. Know? And it shapes it shapes our political opi- it shapes our day-to-day opinion oh, yeah. it has way more of an influence than we give it credit for and that's why that's why we're having a, a discussion on whether we should be limiting the the powers of a private company's ability to influence the decision of people in general
2: it's almost um, like we've we've allowed this to get to this point we
1: we have and, and i think i think what's interesting is we don't talk about that that metaphysical or you know we're, we're just talking about the problem itself the immediate problem itself yeah. the
2: the the fucking bill we're, we're talking not, about the band-aid yeah, we're not versus talking... diagnosing the disease and solving the disease
1: exactly it's Which this, is, it's this whole yeah. encompassing thing and uh, we're we're constantly just like oh how how is this happening how is this happening because we're not willing to have these types of discussions about how this, Technology has become so prominent in our lives, whether we like it or not. We don't, we won't oh, even, yeah. ad, we won't even admit it. How much is, is this constant dopamine feedback loop of being on the phone or whatever, constantly searching for your own confirmation bias, whether it be through, you know, for, for whatever it is, whatever type of political ideology that you are particular for. You're constantly using your phone, all these things. To, to just reinforce your own, which, which is more and more so a clearly orchestrated agenda type of political ideology that's being imprinted on all of these people. And it's, it's becoming so, so clear. And it's, it's like right before our eyes, even the, all, all the, all the racial tension stuff Mm -hmm. that's going on right now. It's, It's, it was happening instantaneously the whole thing with the the coronavirus the hong kong the, that's the revolution of our times the revolution of our times all the fanboys on the internet everybody was talking about that and now it's gone now it's gone. now hong kong has zero autonomy you know new, right new you, bill you immediately know how yeah, yeah. scary that is yeah china just took hong kong like that And hong kong was a part thing. of the british the british, Colonial empire, imperialistic yeah, yeah. empire that fucking destroyed the whole world and all this shit, which is,
0: you know, kind of, kind of, but
1: kind of not, you yeah. know, yeah, but yeah. that's
0: just history. Why people ruin everything, uh, but also, yeah,
1: yeah, but you know, you know, kind of, you know, I mean, I don't know, whatever, that that is a whole nother fucking thing, but. But now Hong Kong no, Hong Kong is 100% no longer free and no one's even talking about that. Yeah. No one's even talking about that and no one's even talking about – nobody gives a fuck because they were, they were just chilling in their homes this whole time with this coronavirus and I, I got my little check so I'm cool. Oh, why can't I just work from home and all this all, – all these things that are extremely irrational and that we just obeyed this thing and you just can look at the imperial data of the numbers – Themselves,
2: it don't really make sense. (laughs) It makes makes zero
1: sense how the whole world got locked down for nothing, and now Hong Kong is no longer free, and now China has changed its official rhetoric on uh, Taiwan, and
2: Taiwan's going to be the big one because Taiwan is an actual independent ally. And yes, we've we been have sitting
1: here just, pact. So yes. if, if China fucks with Taiwan, we're going to war.
2: That's, it's in, it's written down that way. <laughs> Yeah, there's, you know. The, Bismarck, the Bismarckian um, alliance network yeah. that we still kind of cling on to today. <laughs> exactly.
1: Entirely. You
2: know? But even though that kind of stuff exists, there's a part of me that goes, if China invaded Taiwan tomorrow, I don't think we do anything. I don't think we would do anything. We'd just be like, no, we're not into that anymore. Russia fucking annexed Crimea, and we were like, hey, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that.
0: Cool, dog. You can't just (laughs) take shit back like that's. You can't do that. Like that's not cool, you know. And we're just sitting over here bitching about it, like, and not that I'm like saying we need to fucking storm into Russia, but like. Same. Day. I don't know that Wait, we, we have the same thing with Crimea. Shit, you know. But, yeah, but you know, we're watching a similar thing happen. Maybe we don't have the same pact with Crimea, but America's all about you know maintain freedom. We're going to protect everybody. And uh-huh. I know you literally watched another country be taken by Russia, and you're like, that's fucked up. Yep. And I just think that that's dark. And I think you're right. I think it speaks. To, if if China decides they're going to take Taiwan, we're be like, that's fucked up. Shouldn't do that. Yeah. Are you still going to make sure that you buy all those parts from us or like what's, you know, what's, uh, what's with that? Because, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's right now that is actually the the focus of, of Donald Trump's administration in regards to china seems to be i mean they talk a lot about communism and stuff like that but it seems to be way more focused on the monetary aspect than their actual proliferation oh, yeah. all of a china. communist ideology or spreading anything like that trying to take back anything trying to do anything like that like it's way more about we got to get ours from china you know than like we got to make sure Chinese- that this dangerous ideology doesn't continue to spread around the globe. Like, it's just – we've got to make sure we get
2: ours, you know? Yeah. Like and NBA, I- Disney, the Avengers movies yeah. are made in a fashion that are approved in China. Like, that's, that's what we're dealing with at this point. And yeah. there's nothing you can do other than, say, slap a bunch of tariffs on them or start to mess. Because as long as we have a relatively open business relationship with China, private companies can make the fucking deals they want to make. Yeah. And it's – no matter how distasteful or Check whatever this. it is. This is something I just read of the, read out of the Epic Times,
0: right? I was reading fucking yesterday. I sent you that picture that as it sits right now in economic policy in America, there are Chinese companies that are, the, are on the U.S. stock exchange. And they are not subject to U.S. financial regulation the same way all the other countries are. They don't have mm-hmm. to release their audit information, none of that stuff, because it has state secrets. So they're not even not compelled to release that information. So they can operate, do whatever the fuck they want behind the scenes. Doesn't matter as long as their money is flowing through our economy. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, fucking they're totally, crazy. They're totally operating behind the scenes. Oh, well, oh
0: I mean, certainly,
1: and that—that's that's what I'm saying. Like the things with yeah. HSBC Bank and stuff. And, oh, yeah. Uh, things with the Panama. I mean,
0: it's, bro, in Africa so much infrastructure in Africa has been bought up by China. And they're mm-hmm. just like we're just gonna mines and roads oh, yeah, and yeah, highways
1: yeah. and South Africa in Yeah, like here, um, we'll make this look super the good. The apartheid that's currently taking place. Yeah, also, that's uh thing that people aren't talking about is... Yeah,
2: the apartheid.
1: All that and uh, there's gonna be mass grain shortages in all of Africa because they don't... They're,
2: Redistribution problems. of lands and shit. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a whole deal going on. That's yeah, so, also yeah, a whole a, deal. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um.
2: I think we need to talk about riots and yes, race relations. Uh, otherwise, yeah. we're never yeah. going
0: so, to. We'll yeah, so we'll talk about George Floyd, just because that's kind yeah. of a big one. And then you and I will. Cause I'm, I think I'm going to. I've been talking to Josh Keaton. I'm trying to get Josh Keaton in here. You know what I'm Cut. saying? Uh, but then We'll try to talk about this on a more expansive thing. Uh, George Floyd, right? So George Floyd, earlier this week, um. Murdered by police officers. Um, well, I don't know what the police. Are. I don't remember what the police officer's name is. Um, I don't have it written down anywhere. I think it's like Chauvin
2: uh, or something. Something like that, or Chauvin. Or
0: Chauvin. Some... Chauvin. Like Derek yeah,
2: Chauvin. I got the names, um, so I'll pull him yeah, up. Here. So,
0: um, murdered by police officers in Minneapolis. Four dudes. Uh, rolling them down. One guy had his knee on his neck. For eight and a half minutes. Eight minutes, forty-five seconds. Something like that. Um, oh, here it is. Went unconscious in police custody, died later in medical custody, I believe. Um, yeah. And it, was, and
2: it was just about an hour later.
0: There were peaceful protests for a little while. Um, what
2: day did that happen on calling? May 25th. May 25th. And today is the 30th. So Yeah. So May 25th, there was a 911 call. Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday, yeah. And so the reason we have all this particular detailed information out is because the district attorney of the state of Minnesota has filed an official, um, complaint and, um, Derek Michael Covin, um, is actually in custody at this point. He has been arrested and charged, charged with, with two counts.
0: Third degree murder, check second degree manslaughter, right? Check. Yeah. And though this morning when I was watching the news um Up to thirty five years maximum. Excuse me. There was still because I think that just happened yesterday that he was taken into custody. Yeah. Um, and so there obviously are people, some people relieved he's taken into custody, many people unhappy that it took so long and that he was the only one taken into custody. Um, varying opinions. I'm not weighing in either way, but um, taken into custody. And so this morning when I was watching, they were talking about a lot of people are upset that it's third degree murder. Right. The family mm-hmm. has put out a statement. They're requesting first degree murder charges. Um, and so I was like looking up. Or they were showing on there all the different classifications, and um, I don't have word for word what second-degree murder is, but when they were lining it out, I was like, I mean, that seems pretty sold on second-degree murder, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it has to do with doing something that you know... Doing something with like negligence for negligence for human life, or I'm not sure exactly what the, the language third is. degree, um, second degree second murder, degree. and third degree manslaughter criminal complaint against him alleged he quote unquote caused the death of George Floyd by perpetrating an act eminently dangerous to others and in convincing a depraved mind without regard for human life. Yeah, and so it's yeah, and then
1: d- the entire opposite of what a, a cop should be doing. He,
0: yeah exactly Man. exactly yeah and and so second degree obviously is a little bit higher than that and then
2: first is uh, he did something that he knew would cause someone to die yeah. um the problem from my understanding with a first degree murder is you have to be able to prove that the there intent. was the intent yeah pre uh what do you call that pre where you plan it out beforehand yeah yeah you know? premeditated I, premeditated yeah you know and so it would be a very hard charge for them to land I think if they did that because That
1: was premeditated you, murder.
2: Yeah, cuz you can't it would be real know, yeah, hard like to prove 18,
1: the some, some previous offenses. That's what I've heard like Yeah,
0: that. yeah, he I don't know the exact number but I have seen that he has does have previous you know allegations of police brutality? Yeah. Um, I did see that the two worked together. Um, about a year ago, they worked at the same nightclub, and so they're investigating. You know, what uh, type they of interactions? worked together? Yeah, I yeah. said <laughs> I saw in the <laughs> one. Could
1: be premeditated. And so the
0: one right? article that I read, they interviewed somebody at the bar that said that they thought it was unlikely they had interactions, but that's just one person. That's so that's not and the story. Problem. That yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, they were both security guards, but generally worked different shifts. Sir Lancelot
2: sent that this morning about it. And he was talking about the same thing, how they, they work together. Yeah. And he sent me a clip from, uh, RT where they were, they had a panel up there on RT talking about it. Yeah. And it was like, Oh yeah, shit. Well, that, that was a thing. Yeah. So There's there are obviously, okay, do you guys
1: think it's a, a racial thing.
2: That's so to me to get upset about how, what has happened. You don't even need to bring in race as a factor because so I think people it, are being it's, murdered by the police. Because I think it's broader.
1: People are than being just murdered the race. by the police. just, yes. p- just people. Just it's people. Not just people.
2: If I had
0: to, so the way that I, because I was on a fucking tweet show this morning, right? Yes, so you were. So the way that I was I couldn't keep up, I think the best way that I put it was like this is, I think, right, partially a symptom of. The intense militarization of the police, and I think that African Americans, Black people, are a super easy target because drugs, of the war on
1: drugs,
0: the proliferation and the militarization of the police. I think, um, and I think that Black people are an extremely easy target because of the war on drugs, because of different things the last in the, like yeah, sixty different years, things that have been laid out systematically that they happen to suffer from disproportionately, you know. And, uh, and I think the war on drugs is a really big thing. One of the articles I was reading this morning was talking about no-knock rates and, like, mm-hmm. ha- just the increase in no-knock raids over the last, like, decade, I think. And so many of them are related to drugs, you know, in, in, in the drug war and stuff like that. And then just retrieve small amounts of drugs, you know, half ounces of pot and shit like that, a couple of pot mm-hmm. plants, like, things like that. That are There was just one, one story in here about, like, a drug deal that happened on someone's front lawn who wasn't the drug dealer but had that drug dealer over at their house and then there's <clears> a raid later in that house. The cops no knocked, they tossed in a flashbang and it landed in this fucking play crib where there was a baby in it, fucks the baby all up and then, you know, and and it's like not even worth it in the end because the drug dealer doesn't even live there, you know. That's, and that's that's, that's, like that's just one friend. story, you know. Friend, what I, <laughs> what and fuck? And, those are char- and those people are not charged. And those people are not charged because it's ju- it's a casualty of a no knock raid, you know. And I can't, I don't know if specific. I think those people were charged because the baby was involved. You know, it's obviously yeah. more emotional, but there's more often than not, you know, casualties. In no knock raids are not prosecuted because it's just something that happens along with the raid. If there's a reason for us to be there, then shit happens, you know? Which is a. F- that's. And there, these people specifically in this one that happened with, with the baby, they're using a Humvee that's purchased under a Pentagon program where police stations are getting excess and old military equipment that they're using for SWAT raids and no-knock raids and shit, you know? Old
1: military equipment. And so, they have better military equipment. Yeah. Oh,
0: and
2: this a
1: is just this particular – They have that equipment yeah. minus the training though. Absolutely. They have almost
0: no training. So that's why I talk about the militarization of the police force. You know, you have people who are not trained... And are given equipment from the military and are told to use it in their everyday jobs and implementing it and don't know how to reasonably implement it and try and be safe. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't know that the motherfuckers need Humvees anyway, you know? But I you know Why if, if you? you're how, not, how you know,
1: bad of a popper <coughs> are the American people but that you, know, you need right? to But have especially
0: all these if things. you're not trained to use it or anything, you know? Yep. And that's so. I think it's. The militarization not- and the proliferation of the police force, an erosion of the Fourth Amendment that's allowed them to do more and more and more more of what they want and I think coupled with the drug war and these other things you're talking about these other systemic oppressions black people are an extremely easy target f- for violence in this you mm-hmm. know what I mean there's all kinds of statistics yeah. that can go either way race blah 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 you know and I think but in the age p- of social media, it's seen way more than it was before by everybody in the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, people used to see it all the time, but just the ones there. And now, well, then everyone is seen it. Factor with something like this in The
2: algorithms to what gets shown and dispersed, and what can hit trending and what can't. You know, it's going to be more curtailed to that intersectional side than just the actual facts on the ground. By which virtue of the company, I think is, yeah. it's so disingenuous to the actual problem because the actual problem is not a race issue. It might be manifesting itself in a race issue. But the real problem, like you said, is that this modern-day law enforcement institution that we have throughout the country has completely lost any and all purpose to what it was originally designed to do. Yeah. You know, the old protect and serve. On the side of every fucking car, yeah. Yeah. It does not exist in real life anymore. The entire system has been corrupted to the point where I don't care if you have a million brand new cops that come in that are all great cops, upstanding individuals. I don't know if they can overthrow the system yeah. because the system is is built within the legislation of whatever state or municipality they operate within. They just have to enforce the laws that are put on the books.
0: Oregon is the only just – To add to that, Oregon is the only state
2: where no knock raids are illegal. And thank the only state. I just we're I to can't leave. imagine. Especially when you look into the we're not gonna dive into it too much, but the Brianna Taylor situation yeah. where she was getting mail from an ex boyfriend who was involved in an Arconics investigation, which led these cops to do a no knock raid in the middle of the fucking night on her house. Her boyfriend we're, we're, who thinks they're breaking in, gets his rifle out to defend their house as
0: yep. he has a right to do and is murdered by the fucking police, and so is she.
2: Well, he's fine. Oh he's fine. He's fine.
0: She's right. He oh, shot he's the cop sorry. Now, he he's was, arrested because he shot the cop. And he has been yeah, released, the charges have been dropped. Home. Yeah. yeah.
2: But <laughs> the charges have been dropped now yeah. because obviously Sorry. everything legally takes time to process, right? So yeah, he shot a cop in the leg, so he got locked up, but he has now been released and is now pushing her narrative forward, which is why, again, it's... As he should. He, he got Absolutely. released, though. Okay. Yeah. So, so he is finally that's, been that's released. And it's taken a while. There's a lot of Not shit going on. I'm getting hyped up. There is there's a lot, lot of shit, shit going on. So that's so the shit. problem. But sh- it's the same thing. This innocent person was murdered by a a state actor. Because of letters in the mail. Yes. Which had nothing to do with that investigation. Everybody assigned to that, that entire investigation, the judge that stamped the fucking warrant, they should all be fired. The judge should be recalled. And we need to get new, new blood in there. Because obviously, those people's mindset are tainted. Yeah. Nobody thought to go... Hey, did anybody think to think like to maybe do some surveillance on the house even See, to just he lives here? to prove that he actually lives there yeah. and he's not just using like a million other you know millions of people probably in America use different mailing addresses oh, to get yeah. fucking mail like that doesn't cross somebody's fucking mind and you're an you're a criminal investigator and you check you write, you're so gone you
1: can write down whatever type of yeah. address on any number of parcels check There's this zero big
2: fan is. of the PO box for
0: a while my mom. My mom was doing weird odd jobs for people, right? Super strange lady. For a while, she was remailing shit. She was having stuff for some guy that she didn't know mailed to our house. And then she would take it from our house and then remail it. Repack. Take the package she got. Couldn't open it. Put it in another package. And then mail that to this address that this dude gave her. And she would, I don't remember how much she was getting paid, but X amount of dollars a month. And then send in this. Wow. So... Wow, that type and my mom is a—I mean—an innocent, innocent little lady would never do anything to break any type of fucking laws. You know she's what I'm
2: saying? More or less a social worker. She works right? for the state, bro. Yeah, yeah she, she works. Helps, she's a government yeah. employee. She tries to help people. That and this are, was before that. I think I don't want to incriminate my mom and anything. I don't.
0: I don't know who that dude was or anything. But <laughs> she also—we asked her at the time. We just talked about the other day that, like, did you like what are you mailing? It's she, like I don't know. Like, you didn't ask this dude at all. And she's like, no, he tell, like, told me not to worry about it, just to, like, move around the shit. So, so you could be mailing anything, and you have no fucking idea. And she's like, yeah, no, I don't – whatever, you know. <laughs> she's just is like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm sure that it's not a big deal if he's just asking me to whatever, you know. And I'm like, I don't – what are you talking about? Like, I know, but she, you know, facing whatever. people. She's got faith in people. Which, there's something to be said for that, you know. But, like, my point really is that you're right. Millions of people have their mail sent to different places. I No one knows why that dude, that person, because I don't know if it was a man or a woman, had their mail remailed from our house to another person's yeah. house. Because no could have been idea. Like,
2: hey, I don't want it going to my ex-wife's house. Because be she's going to tear it up. Yeah. Can you handle this as somebody that I'm working through in the system? Yeah. You could take that for me. Blah, blah, blah. Moving on. What's could be, be totally believe? innocent.
3: Your mom re-delivered mail for battered women.
2: There you go. There you go. That's now. So there you go. And that's a totally, that is an honorable moral endeavor, is it not? So Indeed, people have right?
0: their mail sent different places. <laughs> yeah. I just painted this it's whole various <laughs> picture. I'm like, who <laughs> fucking knows what's going on? <laughs> She's re-mailing it for battered women. What a piece of shit I am. Oh, just goes to show you that shit wild. will twist your mind. But <laughs> that's yeah, what we talked so, about earlier. The vent is open. so yeah, all this coming So out. <laughs> people have mail delivered to different places for any number of different any reasons. Number. Did she tell you that the last time that?
3: I remember learning that when you oh. lived in the Quinault house.
2: And that's Jesus. we did She knows you better than you know Wirt. yourself. Look at that. She listens way more than I do. Because
3: he talks way <laughs> more than
2: I do. I don't. believe that for I don't a second, okay. Jordan. <laughs> what are you talking it about? It seems
0: very uncharacteristic. I don't know what you mean. Um, <clears throat> oh Jesus! Yeah. So people have mail sent to different places for all number of different reasons, It yeah. obviously doesn't mean that she's a drug
2: dealer or any anything. She's no? a fucking EMT, you know. Um, but our current law enforcement in that. Uh, city of Louisville Kentucky I believe, I believe so believe that apparently that's enough to, and the judge decide that's enough to to stamp a, an approval of a no knock raid in the middle of the night. And that's and they often
0: do do them when this. Oh, I was reading this article. They often do sign the warrants in the middle of the night. It's yeah. at midnight that they're like, yeah, fuck it, go for it. Watch you bad know? boys bro. what happens. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Let's go. go ahead. The judge go ahead. doing chilling at twelve.
0: I thought that and many times I have warrants. no idea.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Aren't
1: they old ass
2: dudes? My my only Almost basis, time, yeah. My <laughs> only basis of understanding on this is from Bad Boys 2 and maybe even Bad Boys 1. I don't remember which one it is, but they're like they're talking to the judge because they want to get a warrant on this dude they know is a drug dealer and they're trying to get him off cuz he's like into cartel or whatever. So they go to his house in the middle of the night and he gets down there he's all in his robes and shit and he's all angry and he comes in and he's like, "Alright, fine. I'll fucking sign it." <laughs>
0: That's funny. Right? Interesting. You tell me that
2: doesn't happen in real life. So that's probably... I, mean, I don't know.
0: It's, it's got be well, Someone funny. has
2: to sign it. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's funny. They did
1: this no-knock raid off of that little piece of mail for, for whatever amount of drugs. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the contents of the mail be. Oh, they found no drugs in the apartment, in. by the way. None. The, of course not. This whole Epstein thing, they had like 10 or 15 Dude. girls that were yeah. confessing to police officers, and they were all called prostitutes and all that but all all the cops did then well they did what they did the survey thing or whatever watching the premises and everything that's the time then you should have a no knock raid and go into that dude's house when you have 10 or 15 children that that are talking about being sexually exploited and that's why
2: it's hard to just say like well we can't just just get rid of no knock raids because there is very specific situations where very they they, they, don't, they
1: do it against the poor people. It's it's all militarized. They're yeah. they're thugs.
2: Like well, that's and that's I think that's a whole. The problem with this conversation, there's so many, there's so many levels of depth. We're yeah, going to be talking like, about this
0: for several episodes because, that, that should just be put out there. Yeah, because
2: right newsflash, I mean, oh Minneapolis. St. Paul, like all these different cities, are on fire. Atlanta. We've had Atlanta, we've had New York, we've had downtown LA. We got one You're in Seattle. To be Seattle today. Yeah. yeah, we had not oh, yeah, to be on looked, fire, but a protest in Seattle yes, protesting really? and mm-hmm. riots, and depending on where all these cities are popping up, right it's been now, happening yeah. for like three days, and it seems to just be spreading. Well, it's just getting worse. It They're is. just the ones in
0: Atlanta. I didn't. The protests that happened in, in Minneapolis were peaceful for many days, you yes. know, because they started on Tuesday, on Wednesday, yeah. you know, that people are showing up and they're protesting. And then about Friday, I think, is when shit started to really get bad, yeah. you know. It was – things were happening overnight. It wasn't prevalent. It was things were happening that is – Unless you're on my as, Twitter feed. As is natural, you know, I don't – I has, but as is yeah. natural in any large group that is filled with emotion, things are going to get broken. Shit is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It gets worse and worse and worse as the days go on. And then the protests happen in Atlanta and there's an even shorter period of peaceful protests, but before things are on fire, you know, and I'm not, I don't, I spoke to several people this morning. Um, I, I don't know, it might sound fucked up, but I try to talk to as many black people as I could just to try and get a better understanding and more perspective on the situation because I'm, I'm a quarter Mexican. I deal with my own identity a lot of times because i know like my dad is half mexican half irish and because my dad wasn't in my life i wonder a lot of times like how much more would i identify with that heritage if i was exposed to that family you know i don't hardly ever see any of that family so i don't have exposure to that culture that heritage nothing i was raised 100 white essentially you mm-hmm. know so i have my own weird cultural image issues that i deal with you know um i don't i don't place blame on anyone for the destruction, the looting, the shit that's happened. I, I don't. I don't necessarily approve of the looting because I don't think that it helps the cause. It doesn't help the optics of the message, you okay. know. But I don't, because of the sheer emotion and anger that exists in that area and in the black community surrounding this issue. I don't. You understand it. I am not fucking clutching my pearls at the fact that buildings are being destroyed, because Uh I think that that makes sense, you know? Yeah. And the things that I discussed with a lot of these guys this morning, Denzel, Marquise, Josh, thank you guys for helping me work through my thoughts, figure things out. I am slightly confused as to why the destruction is not more targeted toward government buildings and state buildings and things that are more symbols of this oppression as opposed to businesses that are, by destroying them, you are taking resources out of your community. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying, you know, targets and whatever, I'm not upset about large corporations as opposed to small ones. I don't, you know, nothing like that. But businesses in general that are providing resources to your community, I don't see the benefit in destroying those places, you know, I don't see... I don't see what that gains. I, I, like I said, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not saying that's fucked up. You shouldn't be doing that, but I I don't see what there is to gain from that. As opposed to these buildings that will send more of a message in my opinion, as opposed to be used as a stone against you in this argument. You know, so much of this, especially in more conservative media, has been, well, look, so they're just destroying even the president. You know, these barbarians, these thugs, whatever he called them, you know, they're out destroying shit. It's because you are destroying private businesses, this destruction is not being understood as anger. It's being understood or being perceived in this particular section of the country, this portion of these people. It's being perceived... As misguided anger being thrown on innocent business owners, you know, and that's not a way for these people to understand what you're saying. They're just going to see what you're doing is taking money out of business owners pockets. And I don't, like I said, I'm not faulting anyone for this destruction. But when you with this, with these protests are trying to get everyone on board who's been complicit Mm -hmm. to this point, not active racists, but have been unbothered. By the state of the country. You're trying to convince these people this is a problem and it needs to be done. You're not convincing them by taking money out of innocent business owners' pockets. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're going to convince them by taking someone. The The example I kept using is a courthouse. By taking a courthouse, fucking destroying it. A symbol of the systemic oppression that you have dealt with for X amount of years. Destroy this because on Monday, like I said, operations in the courthouse will resume in another building. Mm -hmm. The the systemic operations that are going to go on in the bureaucracy will not be stopped, will not be hindered much by the destruction of this building, but it will forever be remembered that in the anger of the death of George Floyd, people came out in protest and destroyed the fucking courthouse because of what happened here. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, oh, they broke down a target, they broke in and they stole a bunch of TVs and they broke into a fucking O'Reilly's and they did this and they destroyed this and then a couple of white guys with AR stopped people from getting into a tobacco shop. You know, that's where we're at now because this has been misguided into something, far be it for me to judge anyone doing fucking anything because I'm not a black person. I'm not whatever, you know, but this to me does not seem constructive to destroy businesses and resources in your area as opposed to something that can be understood, unmistakably understood Mm -hmm.
2: as a symbol of your frustration. See, I think, I understand where you're coming from. But I think you might be trying to logic this situation. You can't control a mob. You know, there there's only no so much you can, I, well, you can do. I, you know, well, you can yeah, you yeah, with pay force them. or pay them. Yeah, and so that was we talked a little bit about that before. I was listening to the, you know who Tim Pool is. <laughs> You'd probably be I independent journalist. Yeah, he's an yeah. Independent journalist, and he's Tim Pool is pretty all right. Yeah, he's pretty all right. His he could be a little smug. Which is relatively I think annoying. My personal opinion:
0: Tim Pool's a real fucking douchebag. I think he's a <laughs> real douche. He's super uppity, and oh, you, know, you just don't understand, and you just don't fucking see it. Like that's, I
2: very much get that vibe from Tim Pool, but mm. he has a lot of good information. Yeah, but definitely. I think he's a real fucking douche about it. He's you know? he's one of the guys that's been boots Personally. on the ground, you know, strapped up in his uniform, you know, his his press vest or whatever, going in there. Yeah in the middle of antifa rallies and all this stuff and getting his ass beat and shit, you know, he's made essentially like part of his life calling is essentially to systematically call out and try to destroy antifa because he's, he's gone all around the world to all these different, you know, uh, we'll just say culture war protest sites and all this stuff. And he's, that's the one common factor that has gone through all of this stuff. There's always antifa members at every single one of these protests And as we know, when it comes to mob mentality, it takes one bad actor in a group of a thousand people to do something stupid to turn everybody else on this. Now all of a sudden you got a thousand people that are rioting. And we've, and we've seen that, I think, in Minneapolis. You know, I thought, I don't. We talked about the, what was the governor,
0: the mayor? the governor, governor the governor of well the governor of minnesota said that he was i mean they are calling it a national guard but the like the mayor of depaul you know DePaul. said that everyone arrested last night for, was from out of state no one there arrested in depaul was so from minnesota
1: sense. so you're saying that it's a misguided misguided riot or whatever mm-hmm. I think it's totally guided. I think it's intentionally devised. The yeah, whole, the and there's whole premise of right. it. Right. So or, are
2: ninety percent of the people that so, go along with this basically shepherded it into acting the way they're acting by these bad right, actors. Right. So let me clarify you know where I mean? I'm at, right? Because I
0: that's that's more where I'm at that I believe very strongly there are a lot of people in here in these protests that turn to riots that are plants from many different organizations, whether they're from white supremacist organization, Antiva, the police themselves. There's many different groups. Friends, I believe extremists. that are yep yeah, for any, many different reasons, mm-hmm. right? Any, any number of reasons. And I think a lot of those people saw what was happening earlier in the week, the small looting and stuff like that. And they saw... I can take advantage of this. Oh, yeah, And I absolutely. think that they bored, saw – Yeah, and so whatever. I think that a lot of people from out-of-state came and started doing shit like that. Out-of-state, in-state, wherever. From all these different groups, I think mm-hmm. they came to these areas and they started planting those seeds. They started breaking windows, throwing little things. And the moment that – the people who are, and I'm not judging anyone, but the moment that people who are less committed to the message see things like that happening, they're going to revert to animalistic instincts and they're going to start looting. They're going to start breaking shit. And It's not right. It's not right. But there's a certain portion of the population that is going to follow they're with that mob mentality
1: in that manner. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so I think there are people who were there that their job, like, quote unquote, for lack of a better term, their job was to. Provide the opportunity for invoke, people to be distracted. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think their, their job was to cause people to be distracted from the message and divert them into chaos. You know, and, and so that's to assume. and, and yeah. that's why I—that's why I'm saying I don't blame people. I don't. I'm not shitting on anyone for looting for destruction. Like,
2: I don't think it's good to lose. You. It's not good to steal things. You it's know, an but understandable human reaction yes. in a mob. You're in situation. that
1: group. You're all there. You're all yeah. emotional. You're incentivized about this killing of uh, like, one it could of your peers. I it understand could have been Anyone it. else? Yeah. It, it's yeah. entirely yeah. Like.
0: Yeah. So I understand it. And like I said, I I very much feel that is. It has been misguided by bad actors who are there. And so part of the thing I was on my tear on Twitter today is that there has been discussion of all these different groups. There was five different – I think five different leaders from five different civil rights groups all talking in a pool on CNN this morning to the reporters. There's four leaders, one reporter. so five different boxes all for with the same message but from different groups, right? And they're all talking about the different groups – that are doing different terrible things. All these different groups of bad actors that are doing these things. And I just got so frustrated. I said, I don't understand why any of the individual groups matter. Because at this point, I don't care if you're with KKK or Antifa or whoever the fuck. If you're not down with a positive message, that's all that matters. I don't care what your overall scheme is because right mm. now in this thing that's going on, what matters is you either want positive progression towards equality for all people in this country or you're not down for that right now that's well, that's, that's where i'm at i don't see, care like I, don't I, said, even I don't care i don't like, think it's that you i don't can't think there's a fight for
1: equality i don't think there is a fight for equality in america
0: i think that there's a lot of people who st- what do you what do you elaborate please before i what do you mean by that you don't think there's anybody who truly strives for equality in america or i think that's all just a
1: some stupid premise like people think I don't
0: know. Like, you mean like a, speaking, like a perfect world type of idea yeah, or? A, like, if you're
1: like a true egalitarian type of person. So, okay. You so, so think of things in terms of race or uh, any, any number of these little divisory boxes that people put on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's a system that's created. A, there's institutionalized racism. Sure. There's a, there's all kinds of, there's all, all types of these things that are in place, mm-hmm. you know, to say that it's,
2: It's premeditatedly malicious. Trying to make that point versus just that's the way it is has worked out over time. So let me clarify
0: for myself, right? For me personally, where I'm at with this particular issue and the way that I see things politically is you are either down for equal equal opportunity for all people in this country or you're not. And – and that's where I'm at with it. And well, I think
1: everyone does have it equal. I think I think the the whole this whole thing there there's there is a classism and there is a system, but it's it's totally one that we just won't won't accept that it's there. It's oh, yeah. it's not about okay. uh, people being. Black or white or whatever it is, like yeah. that, that, that's such a ridiculous. Well, and I'm, I'm not in, placing in
0: equality opinion. just on race. I'm not. I'm saying equality in all senses. I know. I mm-hmm. I'm white. I'm three quarters white. I was raised on food stamps. I was raised on state insurance. I do not believe. Let me just be clear. I do not believe that there is broad, widespread, systemic racism across this country that affects every black individual. I do not subscribe to that ideology. I subscribe to the ideology that in certain portions of America, there are laws, there are systems that have been built there to bring down African-Americans, and I think that's undeniable.
1: I I will 100% agree with that. My
0: point in saying equality is straight up equal opportunity, not for race, not for anything. I'm saying I want everyone to have an equal starting point and have the same the same likelihood and opportunity to be successful as the next person next to them, regardless of how they started. It's that I'm not saying an dice. equal starting point. I'm yeah. saying everyone has the same opportunity to do anything in life. doesn't matter your A- color, absolutely. where you come from, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's So that's what I mean, and right? That, is,
1: that's the basis of being an American, in my opinion. It's I
0: agree. And at this point, we have people who, for whether right now it's focused on race because this is – By many, interpreted as a racial issue. It's intentionally being focused on race, right? In my opinion, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm not equating either. I'm saying, for whatever reason, for many reasons, this is interpreted as a specifically racial issue. For me, it's about people being murdered by the police, and in a lot of cases, publicly, it's black people, right? On social media, publicly, that people people are seeing uh, it. So there's statistics all over the place.
1: Publicly, it is. Black people. I mean yeah. statistics. Right. I mean, I mean there's statistics at, at all over the, the place. Look, I'm not I mean the FBI do, statistics. I mean, yeah.
0: I agree with you. No. I agree with you. I am speaking specifically publicly the things that people see. Yeah. Because I we'll agree see with see you life. statistically okay, we, as we, we, white
1: we males have opened with how much of a problem that the media is. So what is it that people are seeing and why is it that people are seeing things? I agree
0: does. with you. I yeah. agree. And I'm only speaking about it in those contexts because the people that As a podcast, as the the co-host right here, right? I have to think about not only people who are here because of what we're already doing, but people who are possibly listening to this for the first time. So a lot of people who may be here for the first time, all the things they've seen before this is modern media. So I'm telling them, right? And it's totally fine because it's it's taken us a long time to try and discuss things like this. But in order for people who may be here for the first time to understand what you're interpreting as a racial issue, possibly because of the things that you've seen on modern media prior to coming here to the conversation we're having, which is 100% honest, mm-hmm. you are interpreting this as a pure racial issue when this really is about Americans being murdered by police whose job it is to protect them, right? Yeah. That's what the issue is. We're, yeah. Americans yeah. are being murdered by police.
2: 100%. 100%. I, I agree 100%. It's like when we first started, it was like, you know, is this a racial issue? I said... Well, Kind of, right? It
0: is, but that's right. not the root of the problem. The root of the issue is that people are being murdered. The yeah. the issue publicly and the th- things that people the will being murdered be thinking.
1: By police who are being militarized by our government for I, some for some reason? For some, I one hundred percent agree. It's only going to get worse when we do stuff like riot and burn shit. Yep. They're just going to be I, like, oh, and all the, all these laws are one hundred percent justified. I carry we can't the same trust fear. Our populace, We're and that's gonna,
0: why the example I used was city hall as opposed to police precinct, and right? I have, because my 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 concern specifically with a police precinct is just that: is that if you burn down a police precinct and they had to leave, they're going to think we didn't have enough armor, we didn't have enough guns, and we didn't have enough protection. We couldn't
1: do. That's my
0: concern. As far as city hall goes, where there are not generally armed police officers outside of a small city hall or courthouse or whatever. City hall security guard, courthouse no, right? The first sign of bad news, (laughs) right? Who makes fifteen dollars an hour and is like, "Fuck that, this isn't worth it," right? Whereas of. You know what I'm saying? So that's why yeah. my example was they, City they Hall not have specifically burned the
1: poorhouse down. And I agree. That's what I agree. I would, that's what I would have done. If, I if, agree. If I if I had ever been so invoked in that type and of situation, I, I would be like, I need to this is a symbolic thing. This yes. is the, the institution or whatever, something outside Because of what all, is a protest all these individual little yeah.
2: things. Yeah. Because what is a protest at its root, but a symbol of yeah. Something that the populace is upset about, and I exactly. right. and so I think that's for, why people burn it was, flags. It was Martin you know? Luther
0: King. I believe that. Not, I believe it. It's. I know that he said it. I believe the quote is that riots or protests are the language of the unheard. You know, that's. I mean, yes. that's. I've seen that all
2: over the news tab, but just believe exactly. that's the exact quote. It's that. And then you listen to the whole thing, and then he goes on to to essentially continue to say, "But we can't do that because right. it destroys our message. It destroys Certainly. all the good, Certainly. which is." Highly upsetting because they're not finishing That part but but what's crazy
1: Is that 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 whole Pro the social rights movement was All peaceful it was all peaceful It was it was it was Peaceful silent protest it wasn't violent at, at, and it was the, measure at all. Yeah. the
0: mayor of atlanta today actually shared the video earlier on Twitter. Yeah. she came out and was she talked i think for like five minutes on this video and she was saying like this this does this hurts your message mm-hmm. this is not honoring the message this is not honoring the memory of martin luther king it's not honoring the memory of george no. floyd and i'm not just for everyone watching i'm not making these statements this is a video from the mayor of atlanta who, who's a black woman i don't remember what her name is i have it written down somewhere but um, she was saying that very thing this is not in the spirit of what Martin Luther King fought for in his life. This is not in honor of George Floyd that you are destroying this town. She said specifically, she said, T.I. and Killer Mike own half of the West Side. Yeah. So destroying their businesses takes money out of their pockets. They are coming here with their wealth. They have built themselves to reinvest in the communities that they came from. And you are taking money from them. Yeah. You're not hurting the elites of America. You are hurting the people who came here who exactly. care about you, you, not you know? Hurting
1: the elites. No,
0: yeah, right? they're, <laughs> they're hurting the people who came here, who came from there that care about that community. And I know? wanted
2: to make a point about what you, we've kind of been alluding to this, this. You know, everybody's talking about the governor of uh, Atlanta Minutes, and stuff. Yeah. Talking about this, um, or the mayor of Atlanta. Um, this, you're doing harm to your message, right? Well, the problem here is that I probably thanks to social media and this instant communication we have, there's no time for an actual coalition of, you know, gr- gr- bereaved people, if that's a word, bereaved. I don't know. Yeah. But to come together and have a single leader. That way you can come out with a single right. message. Like you said your 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 scenario where you go and burn down the city hall versus the local stores and all that. That requires a a leader Unified and it requires message. it requires it to be premeditated, mm-hmm. which is the problem See, because you right. have to decide, this is the symbol of oppression. We need to attack the symbol of oppression as we go forward as a protest another symbol of grievance toward the government. But thanks to social media, you have millions of these splinter groups that start out. Like you said, you had the five leaders of all these different you civil know, rights groups. Yeah, the civil rights movement was a single movement with a single leader and a single message. That I don't know if you can have that today. Everything is so instant. Hard. Yes. You can't do it. Yeah, it's certainly. And I I
0: was talking to Josh about that earlier. We were talking about Martin Luther King, and that was like. The beauty at the time, you know, is that they had one person that people were centralized behind. I was like, this is the guy that is deciding what we are doing and where we are going with this movement. And now I think it's any number of things, especially with these protests in in Minneapolis, where I think there's a lot of things that happen. It's the splintering of the Black Lives movement, that there's so many different leaders in that one movement that itself – not including these other people I saw on TV today. There's the people, the plants from the police from, you know, any number of groups that came in to try and lead it off track. It's the spontaneity of everything because of social media, how quickly everything came together. I mean, there is almost, for a lot of those people, I think, not even a lot, but I think there's some people there that were swayed away from being good actors that given more time to receive the positive message would not have been swayed in another situation. You know, if they had another week of organization and like, this is what we're doing. This is the way to get it done. This is how we're going to get it done. And they pro and I far be from telling anyone how to do anything, you know, but if they had waited a week, and then like, this is the first day of protest. I think if you had those same bad actors that came in from whatever, the police, outside, Antifa, KKK, whoever, that came in and broke those windows, that threw the firebombs like we saw. We saw a guy dressed on black with an umbrella fucking breaking windows walking away. You know, yeah. we saw that shit. I think that if they had had more time to unify the message – there would have been less people who got on with that shit when they saw it. I think that they would have been less likely to join in, start looting, start breaking shit, because they would have said, that's not what we're about. We've been talking about this for a week now. We've been grieving for a week now. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're doing
2: here. That's not what this is about. And, and like I like said, I'm not, there'd be less. Yeah. Like you could there's right. no way you could root out. No all way of to them. cut it out. No. But then again, if you took the time to come together and have a single leader and a single message, that leader can come out and immediately denounce those actions and say those people are not with right. us. Right. Right. But because there's no organizational power behind it, it's essentially just a bunch of riots in a fucking city burning. And then it's We're just all going to move on again, and if anything, the law enforcement side of it is going to be worse.
0: Yeah, and so the people on social media who have been for years now willing to share images and say, you know, peace for this person, justice for this person are still seeing it. They're still seeing that same message, and it's not affecting the change that it needs. Like I said, those that same older generation that has been – It was Josh told me that fucking Josh is getting all kinds of heat today. We were I was talking to him earlier in the week when this stuff first happened. And I was talking to him. He said that it was also Martin Luther King that said something along the lines of like the biggest hindrance to racial justice is not active prominent racists. It's moderate white people that are unaffected by the systems that are currently taking place. There are things that are going on that they are not affected by, that they're able to post something on Twitter and say, that's really fucked up. This should be changed, and
2: not change anything in their lives. You this know? Like a more localized version of how the whole world doesn't care that Hong Kong belongs yeah, to China. Yeah,
0: yep, they're this, able to say this,
2: that it's a problem. We love democracy, but, you know, fucking... That, uh, it's like the safe... Cognitive dissonance. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. You're so well-read and intelligent. Yeah, and I, I think that you know, the...
0: this. The splintered effect that this movement has now is effective in social media because the message is consistent. We all understand what they're frustrated about, but the upper older generation that needs to understand what is being talked about is only seeing... Five figureheads on a TV. They're only seeing fires. They're seeing the shit that they're seeing on TV because they're not on social media. They're not doing the research to find out the truth, the real truth, just what they're seeing on TV. Mm-hmm. You know? So the message that's there, that's understood by the same people who've understood it for a decade
2: now, is being lost when it gets translated through mainstream media. Yeah. You know? I'm actually it's- working on a piece that will eventually become a blog post um, about building a case for voter apathy um i think that's the right word where people just aren't into voting they just don't care Hell you yeah. know and i I'm, I'm working on a piece trying have. to argue that point and i think that's kind of similar in this situation it's that that cognitive dissonance it's the the ability to you know unless you do the work to be informed you can't act but people these days just act on the first little bit of you know information they go on and so i don't get think people that, docs like that woman karen in the park Karen in the Park and again we talked about it before or in the pre-show you know I'm
0: not I'm not even saying that woman I think that woman should have lost her job but her being doxxed moments after that video hits is fucking terrifying yep. you know there is we have recorded 86 episodes when today is done and I would say they average between two and a half and three hours yeah. 86 times three hours of worth of material is a lot of shit that I've said over the last two years and yeah. I can guarantee you You could pick any number of sections of things that I've said and cut that out and post it on the internet and I would be the most hated man in goddamn America in about 10 fucking minutes that scares me that scares me that we live in a time and not even necessarily deep fakes and shit you know but actual things that people have said that you can cut and take (laughs) out of context and ruin someone's entire fucking life and I'm not saying that's what happened to this woman because like I said it seems like most of the interaction was caught on video with this woman at least a very Very meaningful portion of it Yeah. (laughs) so I'm not talking about this woman specifically but in the future you know and in the past to see things that are not fucking johnny depp oh my god the best example ever johnny depp right y'all motherfuckers can look this up allegations for years that he was beating that woman that he was with and there's oh, a I video i remember that. specifically yeah
1: she cut off like his pinky and yes like she,
0: okay so she, fu- check she abused out. him
1: it was all so it was all reversed
0: years ago a video came out And they used to play it on the Shane show all the time. And it was a secret recording that that woman made. I don't remember what she did. She threw something away and Johnny Depp was pouring this big old glass of wine. You can hear Gluk glug, glug, gluk Hell of wine, right? And he's like, Oh, oh, you think, Oh, you're fucking recording me now. And then picks up the phone and throws it across the room. You're like, Oh my God. How fucking abusive. This is terrible. Yeah. So like six months ago or something like that comes out. She's been abusing the fuck out of Johnny Depp for years. <laughs> lying about shit, taking things out of context, posting it. He almost lost his whole, his whole livelihood. He's like oh, questions yeah. about pirates movies, all kinds of stuff over some bullshit, bro. That
1: happens over just an allegation.
0: Yeah. Over an allegation. And so, I mean, We are living in an age where
1: the cancel culture, yeah,
0: the cancel culture will literally take your existence in a fucking second. Louis C.K. when he tried to re, you know, like reemerge, came on out of a nightclub, people are furious. I want my money back. I want this. I'm suing. I'm fucking this. That guy should never work again. Fuck, man. How long? Do and I'm. I'm not defending any particular individual's actions, but after you've done something terrible, how fucking long do you
2: have to sit and be a recluse in your home before you can come out and not be spit on by the goddamn public? Like, That's uh, that's that road to redemption. There has to be one. How long does it have to be? And it's happening not just to famous people who have millions of dollars to live the rest of – because I can –
0: you could argue all day, you know, oh, fuck Louis C.K. He's got all the money in the world that he can live, never see anyone again, and he'll be just fine, Right. I understand the, the argument. Reputation and legacy. Certainly. 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 I don't disagree. I'm saying someone could make the argument, you know, and I I um, could hear it. I can hear it in my head right now. I don't agree up. with it, but you could make the it's argument, like, well, you that's know. That's the white privilege he argument. Did. He's talking he masturbated about- masturbated in front of women, okay, um, and it. by Sarah Silverman is like the one that always comes up there. She's like, he masturbated in front of her, and she's like, I like, it was fine. Like, it's like a thing that, you know, it's what he did. Like, I thought it was whatever. So- That's a whole, I'm not even gonna flesh that out, but the whole whole thing is weird. Yeah. I
1: have to go over that. Yeah. It's
0: either way, right? It's, there's an argument to be, an argument that could be made, right? But you're not just talking about famous people who have the means to possibly live in shame, you know, but comfortably for the rest of their lives. You're talking about potentially regular people like you and I that are trying to make a business that are living on a single income household that their entire lives could be ruined if something they said, on the internet was taken out of context, you oh, know, yeah. because someone doesn't like it and they decide to try and find their phone number and their home address and just post it on the internet.
2: And then, fuck it. Yep. And I... And I can personally attest to how easy it is to find people's personal information online and through governmental me. means. It just terrifies information. me, you know, that, that's
0: where we're at. I know, like yeah. so I said, I know
2: I'm not totally
0: bothered by this the outcome of this woman's case but how we got here i think is really dark and i'm yeah. not a huge fan you know i told you in the pre-show if just the video had been posted and no one had doxxed her and her boss happens to see it on his own twitter and recognizes her and decides that she's fucking racist and fires her in washington we're an at will state you can be fired for any reason at any time and they don't even have to tell you why you Damn. know so if tim saw me being a racist piece of shit on the internet and decides he's gonna fire me that's like His, you know, that's his decision, but I don't love the idea of a regular person deciding that he's going to call my boss and tell him that I'm a racist Mm -hmm. and then influence Tim's decision so as to take my job. I just don't, that's dark.
2: That's really, really dark. There's a line in there that I don't, I can't necessarily cross because even if that person is a, we'll just say a closeted racist, you know, if they don't. Act, you know, it's I, one thing if the video goes yeah. viral and shit, and then all of a sudden you have a public pressure situation. You can't. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. on board, but if like internally, that person, it was discovered they were a closet oh, and racist. Word. Do they do anything at work that affects that? Do you know? is you know is it really going to affect their day to day well and that just depends on that's how I mean, what are you yeah. Yeah. Do bothered by if the
1: bosses is racist, you know? yeah. then they're a racist so you're yeah. going to change their behavior certainly
0: I mean. and i'm yeah. i'm not arguing that that's the way to combat that racism yeah. i'm just saying that at that point it's at that person's discretion that business owner's discretion to do with whatever they that want. information what they will yeah. Yeah. i'm not saying it's certainly not going to not make them a racist just to fire them from that job but if you decide i don't if we owned a business, had five employees, right, and just as an example, one person we decide, we found out somehow, someone tells us, right, they're like, yo, I went to Homeboy's house, opened I up his sh- closet, and I sure. literally found a robe and, like, books and, like, all this shit, and I, I – that's not even good. If we have undeniable evidence that someone is a racist, but we had no idea prior to learning this, I have no fucking idea – how I'm going to handle that situation. It makes me very uncomfortable to know that there's a person who is an active racist that mm. we're paying to like have an existence, but I fucking, if you worked here for six years and I didn't know, you know, and I don't, you know, me, man, I don't, you know, I'm not racist, but I fucking, who fucking knows? I have
2: no idea. I have no idea. I've never been in that position. I don't know. You know, Yeah, that makes be... me extremely uncomfortable And that's one to thing. think that. Are you um, the only person that knows? And then at that point do you even say anything? Or if it's never manifested in a fashion, do you just have to try to move on? It's like people who collect Nazi paraphernalia,
0: you know, or like shit like that. Like if you no one ever knows but they go into a room in your house and you get all full of Nazi shit, you know? What do I do with that? What do I yeah. do with that information? I don't fucking know. Are you a Nazi? Do you like Nazi shit? Or I don't. do you just maybe like World they just War like Two history. history? That's maybe they just yeah. like the stuff. It's history is super interesting. I do we'll What say, a crazy time in the world. As
2: I, far as like military apparel and like, you know, the way they they dressed in the uniforms and acted, like there's something dude. very appealing to that kind of like militaristic. It looks, it's very interesting. Certainly. You could collect it. I mean it. Any kind of history buff, finite. There's be a very super, finite amount of it. Yeah, and it's real. It's, and it's tangible.
1: Also taboo. Yeah, that's yes. true. That's a big thing.
0: Yeah. But if anyone sees someone with Nazi paraphernalia, even if they don't hate it, they're gonna be oh shit. They're gonna be shocked by it. Is totally oh Nazi. shit. <laughs> yeah. Even if weird. in the end they're like, well, that's kind of cool. You know, it's explained and it's historically <laughs> cool. The moment you see it, you're gonna be like,
2: holy shit. Yeah. Is that I can real? have a display wall with like. Um, You know uh Say British World War II Paraphernalia And Japanese Right and, Like all the different Factions like, Oh on that's the side pretty sick. And all that And then you can have A Nazi thing That Nazi thing's still gonna feel weird Yeah You know Yeah it's funny even
1: Cause that. I had the Imperial Japanese flag Cause I think it's a Cool ass fucking flag is a Ooh, cool in, fuck. my, in my barracks While I was in the army Dominating well, bro didn't even Give a shit Yeah <laughs> But if I had a Nazi flag Or a confederate flag yeah. Oh lord Right <laughs> Get out of the way like, what? <laughs> Right then the imperial japanese are arguably just as bad as the
0: nazis bro some of the shit that happened in the po
2: camps uh, pow camps over there i mean that's yeah. and then i mean not just the the warring the history of war between like the chinese and the japanese savage oh. bro there was some rough stuff going back on. in the samurai era savages bro Damn. and savages. the mongols trying to invade japan that one time it did not go so it failed, well failed yeah yeah <laughs> They said, nah, bro, what we're going kind of to gonna
0: invent the katana, bitch. <laughs> exactly. So, we're going to do, get out of here. <laughs> katana. I was watching um, that uh, Fortune Fire show, and they made like an extra long katana. It has like a special name to it. I don't remember what it was, but it's like an extra foot and a half longer than yeah. a regular katana. It's fucking massive,
1: bro. I think it's a die katana.
2: Die katana. There you go. Yeah, yeah it's like the, the size of called? the
1: table, bro. The small one? The real short one? Yeah. it's. it's I think it's like a tonto. Tonto? Yeah.
2: yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: That's, no. That rings a bell. And a sword is like as belt long belt. as this fucking table, dude. It yeah. was huge. And that's I watched them mind. trying to quench that thing. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> the blade's like as long as one dude. I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus Christ. was <laughs> cool, though, bro. You watch the one guy take it and like chop shit in half. You're like, that would savage someone if you hit him with it. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe a master crafted Japanese Daikatana, you just whack, whack someone in half, bro. An unarmored person. <laughs>
2: They right love. in half is right in
0: half like that episode uh, you ever seen not another teen movie
2: yeah long time ago and then yeah. there's
0: like a football scene in that movie gets tackled
2: on top and bottom and they just split right in half yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it would be oh. like <laughs> so on the the relative topic of uh Pop culture. I'm say I have been doing my homework, and we've been watching that Avatar show.
0: Oh, the Last Airbender. Have you ever seen yeah. Last Airbender? Yeah, of course. Fire up, like, as
2: shit, right? I'm up, like episode.
0: 10 I don't I know think. how your wife has never seen it. Being so into anime, I don't. That's like said, a pivotal the anime, American anime, bro. I know, well, like anime waters run <laughs> real <keep> deep.
2: <laughs> she is, she's like, hey,
0: hey, the Last Airbender. What do you think, of Last Airbender? What's, What's coming? Right? In? It's sick as fuck, right? It is. I mean, we just finished it like two days ago. Yeah. Um, and I, we watched it I remember when it came on TV, like when it aired originally. Love so love we've been on be I've been on that blessed. shit forever. Um, I was shocked that you had not seen it just with as into anime as you are. I could not believe it. It came
3: out in oh four, right? Or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, I was like
0: eight or nine years old.
3: I've been being <laughs> a boy. <laughs> Uh, I think that the main reason why I didn't watch it is because I was not I was in the transition from go, coming from Ecuador to the U.S. Yeah. So I had my anime that I was watching already, my shows and all of that, and Avatar, trying to get into it in English, that's the part that kind of stopped me.
0: Well, and it's a pretty complicated storyline, so I can imagine if you're, like, learning English, yes. you're like, what are all these people talking about? Yes. Like, there are secret societies and shit, like, I don't want...
3: It was was interesting. I mean, a lot of people, they kept on recommending me that anime, that show. And I just kept on putting it off. And I am so sad and mad that I did that because I am loving it. It's such a good good show.
0: I can imagine even just the fact that they're bending different elements. Learning English, you would be like, what are you even fucking (laughs) talking about? Like, yeah, what do you mean bending? Yeah. (laughs) No, it's... It gets like... So much better. It yes. gets so much better. I can't even wait for you
2: guys the to be it. The fandom done with that.
3: for Avatar: The Last Airbender runs insane. deep. Insane. It is. It's huge. I are, like, don't want to fans.
2: watch the movie just to. Oh, it's horrible.
3: The horse. It's straight.
0: horrible. It is so. You it's so bad. <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty known at least like from Jordan for. Whatever season I'm be like, man, this one's really terrible. I'm just gonna watch that, see what's up with it. You know, I don't. It's so bad, I wouldn't even watch it to compare it to the show to like remind myself how terrible it is. I've not even seen that whole movie because it was so bad. And I'm (laughs) Dragon Ball movie. I'm very strict about like finishing a movie. I'm like, I'm already in it, you know. So I'm just gonna just a handful of movies have I that movie. Fucking! There was an Adam Sandler movie that had Taylor Lautner in it, and something else about cowboys, and they all had the same like, dad. Um, yeah. like watched it for an hour, and I just turned it off. And <laughs> she said, "We're not going to finish." I said, like, "No, I'm no, not friend. even. I'm not even interested." That was yeah. pretty bad. Movie. <laughs> he made another one. He made another one called The Cobbler, in which he made shoes and then found like oh, his. Yeah. Yep, fell asleep. Oh, wow. Yep, passed out. I love Adam Sandler. I'm like new, a diehard rough, Adam Sandler. This, what is it called? Un- rough Cut or something Disney like that? No and one. I haven't watched Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. And I haven't watched The Wrong Missy that your brother talked about. But we oh, yeah. both caught another strong recommendation for them both. So I think I'm going to finally do it. Hesitant, bro. Just don't want to... I was so bothered by those two movies that I was like, I don't want to solely... Him in my mind anymore, you know, because he's he's Adam Sandler's a comedy god to me. To me, he he's on my comedy Mount Rushmore for sure. And oh, wow. so I just didn't want to do anything else that would be someone throwing a pile of shit at his face on the mountain. And so I just left it as it was, you know. Guess, I'm I I'm content it. with watching Billy <laughs> Madison for the rest of my life and being like, this is it. This is where I live right here, you know. Well, but. his
2: his early like back when he was actually doing albums comedy gold. albums gold so good gold so good have you ever watched funny people have you ever seen funny people i don't think i have yet
0: adam sandler that's seth nice. rogan there's a bunch of famous people in that movie yeah. and adam sandler pretty much plays himself but in like a caricature right so he plays a guy that's called george something and he used to make a bunch of really funny movies back in the day when he was really young and then he made a series of increasingly less funny movies <laughs> and now he's just really rich and lives in his house and he's really alone and sad, right? Yeah, so Adam so, so, But Adam Sandler has a, like a family and stuff <laughs> yeah, and lives yeah, like yeah. a happy personal life. So this is like if he had divorced from his wife, you mm-hmm. know? And so... Then he like finds out that he has cancer and he decides he wants to start doing stand up again and so he hires Seth Rogen to write jokes for him and so oh. it's like a buddy comedy almost between him and Seth Rogen and he's mm. trying to like figure out things in his life. It's dark as fuck. I was gonna it's say, really it's like dark for your good. Don't ruin so you. <laughs> fucking funny. So fucking funny. Like dark funny, bro, cuz he's dying, you know, through mm. most of the movie and so so fucking funny. That's like you have to watch funny people. Okay, funny people. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> jump on the mic is,
3: yeah because this is really funny so when we talk about funny people i feel like, should I, like squat or sit? okay i'm sitting down here bring down. so when we watch funny people donovan always is like can we watch funny people i'm like oh funny people that's not actually funny <laughs> because it's not it's crazy depressing but something that i've learned about donovan and something i think we've discovered together is like the source of like true comedy that's like everything's funny nothing is off limits if it's funny it's fucking funny Like, you just have to be in that mindset. I think that's why he's so into Jerry Seinfeld and stuff.
0: I love Jerry Seinfeld. Right. (sighs) It's because he has this,
3: like, dry sense of humor. It's like, life is misery, but everything is comedy. So why can't those two things be hand in hand? Yeah. So he takes this, like, really sad, shitty, fucked up version of his life where Adam Sandler's like, I'm alone, I'm dying, but he makes it funny. (sighs) And you have to be in the right mindset to find the jokes. It's so funny. Donovan lives his life existentially. He is always in the mindset <laughs> to find those <laughs>
4: jokes. So
3: whenever he recommends movies, I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like it should come with like an asterisk and like a, like a <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer at the bottom. where He's like, it's so good. And I'm like... You're going to (laughs) cry.
2: That's what I tell people about 50-50. So make make sure you're a little sad when you watch it. Yes, and you'll appreciate it Well, it's like the only difference between a tragedy and a comedy is – like a tragedy is basically a comedy without the punchlines. Yeah. You know, all – the darkness is humor just waiting to be made funny. Because otherwise, what are are we doing in life? Otherwise, you just – you give in to the tragedy that is life, and you become a nihilist, and then it's over. Yeah. You know? So, so there you go. Yeah. So Jerry Learned Seinfeld. Learn that one on from JBP
0: Sein- Seinfeld is also on my comedy, Mount Rushmore, for sure. I know. I
2: love Jerry Seinfeld. I love that dry humor, Stupid man. Stupid funny, bro. That's why I like the Commentary Magazine podcast so much. You got a favorite just... comedian? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you don't. Uh,
1: probably Dave Chappelle.
2: Oh, uh, Dave Chappelle's good. Like, that's not even fair, though. because He's Rushmore, Dave too. Chappelle. He's definitely on yeah. the Rushmore. Yeah. He's like the king, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. The dude... His last series of specials is just power. Just oh, yeah. nothing but, but power. So good. So funny. tears. Tears yeah. are so funny, bro. Oh, oh Tears. Even if I've watched them like 10 times, because yeah. I have. They're really good.
0: All of them. Have you ever watched um, – Jerry Seinfeld does that show, you know, Comedians and Cars Getting yeah. Caught. You have you ever watched that before? Mm-hmm. Have you watched that before, Alex?
1: i have not. It not. is on Hulu. Um, yeah. so it's pretty good.
0: <clears throat> and so it's, as the title suggests, it's, he just interviews different comedians. He'll, and people that like, he's friends with. So he's not generally meeting them for the first time. Some people he is, but most uh-huh. of them he knows. And he'll pick just an awesome car or a piece of shit car. Something that he thinks that is like, A symbol of this person is going to interview, and they drive around for a little bit, and then like just go and get something to eat, and they're just bullshit. You know, it's like hardly even an interview show. They talk about stuff they've done in the past, but it's mostly just bullshit conversations. That's
2: he did one with Chappelle, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, he did one with Chappelle.
0: He's done with Louis C.K. So there's like. Bunch of older mm. comedians, and they're kind of broken up into like different series almost, like older mm. comedians. And then he does a bunch of like late night comedians. Um, yeah. and then the late night talk show host. So he has Jimmy Fallon and then Jay Leno and like all these different people. Mm. And so does that's one a- with Louis CK. Yeah. On yeah, his yeah. boat. Yeah. In the Hudson. That's River. a great, great series. Hmm. Comedians and cars getting Coffee. Yeah, definitely. I live in that series right there.
1: Okay. Uh, cool.
0: What's the best thing that you've watched since you, we're home in the outbreak, the lockdown. Oh, the, you mean the outbreak Wuhan. And contagion? Yes. Yeah. Best thing I've watched. Best movie. Uh,
1: season three of Ozark.
0: Word. Was, Ozark. Consistently right.
2: hearing that. I've not watched Ozark yet, but I have heard that it's uh, extremely good. I will say, you know how you're always giving me a hard time about having shitty taste in movies? Yeah. Um,. Alex agrees with you, I think, 100%. Oh, you give him should it taste. It's horrible. <laughs> okay. It's horrible. Because I – yeah, <laughs> I, I get it on all – I have one person that I think I share a, you know, a, a common interest in film with, and that's Jake. Yeah. Me and him have – but that's probably because we've, we've grown up together our whole lives, and so it's just kind of whatever. And we love all the same shitty movies and all that, but, like, you know, you watch that one – the Sam Elliott movie, right, with the man who... I
1: watched some of it.
2: Part of it, right? The man who killed I tried Hitler to or whatever, the so man who shot Hitler. And they're like, dude, it's a terrible movie. Was it was like, almost... I know, but it's so It good. was,
0: like, actually kind of good. Like I, And I only thought to the extent that, like,
2: that dude's story was interesting. That's you know? what the movie's about. Yeah. It's not about him be yeah. killing Hitler or killing Bigfoot. It's about a man the man who killed hitler and then bigfoot is what the movie is called
1: yeah it's great i think if i could break through just a little portion of it first like the initial portion of it then i'd be fine and i
2: think i'd probably be like it's a good movie it's like you got to get 50 percent in before you're committed oh yeah yeah, it's
0: it's almost better just for the idea like for the thought fodder than for anything else like Mm -hmm. it's almost better to watch it and just think about like if this really did happen, almost just the front half, just the dude killing Hitler and then no one ever knowing about it and him having to like that whole thing, his actual internal struggle is like an interesting thing to think about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I enjoyed about the movie more than the actual movie
2: itself. So a bit more of the, it's a, a ex, lot more existential. Exactly. Sexual yeah, sexual. yeah.
0: is considering like, damn, if you were really Sam Elliott, like that would be a really fucked up existence damn. to have.
2: Intriguing. Like you killed Hitler yeah. But kind of at, at the like end of the day, it didn't a, matter. Yeah. You murdered a person, a human being, and at the end of the day, it made zero difference in the world. You just took a man's life when the war was already over. He was, you know, he would have killed himself anyways, maybe, who knows. But like, I didn't even have to do that. Yeah. Wow. It's great. That's what mm. I enjoyed more so, about it's, it than anything.
1: It sounds like uh, The Stranger by uh, Albert Camus. It's a... Uh, the stranger
2: is that the uh, the jared leto movie no
1: it's no. a bu- it's a that's book that's the
2: foreigner or something yeah, like that
1: it's a book um back in the day uh, existentialist uh, the stranger Kingo. yeah it's like a dude and his, um, oh, they his got a mom British dies thriller or series his mom yeah. dies his his mom his mom dies and he goes to the funeral and he doesn't seem as though he has like a, a huge like emotional reaction that most people have or whatever this is it's all. It's just all about ex- existentialism. It's just. It kind of reminded me of that. The, the, the premise of that movie. I fucked with
2: that? Albert Camus. Does that sound about right. The Stranger by Albert. Yeah, Camus?
1: it's like French stuff, so it's mm. set all fucking weird. You know.
2: I've been reading. We
0: What's watched the with French literature. We watched Misery last week, two weeks ago. Misery. Um, the adaptation of the Stephen King book. Okay. And do you know what I'm talking about?
1: No. So
0: Mystery, the movie is great, right? Jordan's read the book, and so I was like, Oh, you gotta watch the movie or the movie's really good. I never read 1990? the book before. Yeah, and it has like James Can in it and uh Kathy Bates is in it. So oh, yeah. James James Cann is, is an author. Farnsworth. And he finishes a book oh, shit. and Lauren he, he, he that decides movie. that he's gonna yeah yeah and he decides that he's gonna go and drive and turn in his book instead of mail it and on the way driving his car wrecks and he is it's the end of a series of books it's the last one in the series of books called the misery series and he's car wrecks and then this woman finds him and you know he fucks up his all legs and like one of his arms and <gasps> shit oh. so, um, and the woman takes him back Kathy Bates finds him takes him back yeah. to her house and is gonna like nurse him back to health turns out to be his number one fan and she's Insane, like yeah. like fucked up, insane. Gets him addicted to drugs and like all this stuff. And so the movie's really good. It's like super dark, a good like scary movie. But Jordan helped me realize and got me to start reading Misery, and the book a million times better than the movie as the it books, generally yeah. is. But yeah. the book. Is way more about his internal struggle and, like, his addiction with the medicine and stuff Mm -hmm. than you could even portray in 1990 in a movie. They just – the technology did not exist for them to do a true justice to this book the way they should. The movie is still great independently, really good, like, psychological thriller. The book is a thousand times better because of the way that they're able to explore his inner monologue, him dealing with addiction, him trying to figure out how to get out, him trying to figure out how to deal with her – so fucking good. Family oh, Guy man. did an episode. Yes. On that. <laughs>
2: yes. And you started describing that. I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 She like guy.
0: breaks his legs and shit. Like after he like hobbles him, like she forces him to write a new ending to the book because yeah. she finds the manuscript in his bag and doesn't like the way he's ended the series. And so she forces hmm. him to write a new ending to the series while he's there, like essentially held captive. So there's like, you know, a partial. No, I mean, it's a new book. It's not even... Yeah, it's a whole new... I'm sorry. It's a whole new book that he's written, and she doesn't like the new book, and she doesn't like that he killed...
2: Yeah, because he, like, killed
0: off the main character or something. Yeah, he killed off the main character. She doesn't like that. So she wants him to rewrite that book just for her, and also fucks with his new book that he's writing, because it's not a misery book. I'm really Creepy. sorry. I just bungled the whole thing. <laughs> Jordan's right. sitting over here just like, I'm going to fucking punch him as
2: soon as he's done recording. <laughs> she hears me fucking it up, and she's like, I'm going to kill him. Like, I He's wrong.
4: Yeah.
0: Which
2: is why you should go out and read that book for yourself and find out exactly how And I'm going to talk it about it all
0: over my social medias, which I don't know that I've plugged at the top of the show, but... In case I didn't, where you can find the right now, I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. Colin is at BigBirdAffy on both those things. We are at Facebook, salt of the streets.com slash Facebook, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Salt of the Streets, also salt of the streets.com, salt of the streets on Instagram. Google it and you will find all that shit. Um, we don't really have much sports because there's not a lot of news coming out of sports. Um, you got a liner? Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. a line. I was just trying to think if I had any sports. Fucking Seahawks signed Carlos Hyde. That's stupid as shit. Not the German Bundesliga is back. Oh, that's that's right. yeah. Chad said that last time we were. Yeah. So German yeah. soccer is back. German yeah. football. That's My, back. So
2: well, good for the Germans. Good for the Germans. You know, get out there play some footy. Do they call it footy in Germany, or is that more of just a UK thing? I don't. <laughs> I don't what <laughs> yeah. soccer in German <laughs> man. Football. Football. Probably football. something like Foosball. that. Fußball. Oh, wait, no, that's ping pong. Swing, turn to the little foosball table. So if you don't know how this works, Alex, basically at the end of every show, Donovan has a single one-liner pulled from, this is like a themed thing that we're doing now, right?
0: Yeah, so the first one I did, I just picked a random line from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I said that at the end of the show. And we did that for like fucking (laughs) 60 episodes or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then my deal was like, whoever can tell me what these lines are from, Uh. I'll give you a free t-shirt. You know, and Blame, so. I could have told you. So <laughs> one, of, so one of our friends finally figured it out after like over a year. Yeah, it took forever, and yeah. then for a little bit, I tried to think of a new theme, and it was like Seth Rogen lines, but that was really like from all of his movies. That was really hard to keep up with, and like I'm sure really hard to figure out. So I've picked a new theme now that no one's figured it out yet, but we're still running with it. It's been hard because I've like started to forget to take things off of here, <laughs> but um, I just took a couple off. So I think the one that we're gonna go with today. Thank you for being here, by the way. Before we, oh yeah, yeah, thank, you Actually, you yeah. Well, thank you, Alex, again for being here. Great show, great Fantastic guest. You, you made me do some thinking in myself. Especially when we're talking about like censorship and stuff. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm. I've got a lot of good thinking to do, and we're definitely going to have you back on here because I, I liked this cool. a lot. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. I liked one it. One of my favorite guests for sure. Awesome. They're all my Thank favorite, you. but one of my favorites it. for sure. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Anytime. If you ever – something ever happens in the news – that you're like, I really would like to talk about this. Let him know, and we we'll, we'll nope. get you on. That's absolutely yeah. We wow. don't generally have guests. Not that we're not opposed to, we have them. But right now, we're doing a series of guests just to try and get more interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the future, if like if there's anything ever happens here like I'd really like to talk to you guys about this here where you think whatever you can hit us up individually. He'll get you my information or whatever, and you can also come on here, request to come on here. We'll yeah. have you back anytime. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. for anybody
2: listening, yeah. you can always hit us up on them socials. You can Anyone. hit us up at on the website, saltstreets.com again. Yeah. Or anything. You know? Yeah. Comments in YouTube. Okay. So with that, are you ready, Colin? Oh dude, I'm ready. All right. Just keep
0: in mind anything goes down. I went from married and sitting to single and sprinting and I sprained a testicle. It's not good.
4: That's not healthy bro.
2: You got to watch
4: that shit. It hurt bro. It hurt.